don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty and a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're joking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Damn, boys, straight to do. I'm a white sound like Bane. Let's suck on that. Look at all, just let it be awkward. Hey, this is Tom Atkins. Throw me, but you better listen to the Bad Boys Podcast, or I'm coming for you. Yee, episode 464 of the Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to thrill you, Mr. Atkins. I believe we thrill. Right? Uh, we, we sure as hell going to try. We do some thrilling. We do some thrilling around here, right? I think, we, I think we're capable. I think you're all jacked up on some sugar from that ice cream, Harley. You should hell be yeah. Sure. I think my about girl the has sugar in it, too. Oh shit! Look at you. Oh, well, calm down. Randomly rant on all things movies. Brought to you by the BBPC, the Bad Boys Podcast. I am one of your bad boys, Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry. And on here, I'm riding shotgun in the Porsche. Harley, aka Marcus Burnett. Did you forget who you were? It took me a second. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Tony, aka MCP. It's the, French, the it's the French fry that we pull up. Coming up <laughs> no, he'd be the computer. He'd be like yeah. in the Tesla. What's with these fucking huge ass iPads or laptop screens in Teslas? Is that like, like that's they're and they're in all of them, right? Yeah. You know what's happened? Yeah, you know what's happened, and I noticed that it's happening in other cars too, like Fords, and you know, um, it's not expensive to put a big LCD screen in your car, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. I know Tesla, Tesla wasn't the first to put like an infotainment screen. I mean, obviously Tesla, I think, has done a fabulous Whoa, job. Hold the, hold the phone. Did you say infotainment? Yeah. Okay. You never heard that term before? Infotainment? No, motherfucker. That's why I just repeated it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a common term in automobile. Well, excuse me for not being a car snob or a car enthusiast <laughs> over here. Sorry. Tony, did you know that? Have you ever heard the term infotainment? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Oh, yeah. go fuck yourself, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, Tony, you in, you indulge in the cross-containment? <laughs> <laughs> no, cross, so anyway. Cross-contamination? What? Cross- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, according to art, that would be very accurate. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, huh? even uh, even Chris's Rav, a 2009, has like a, I don't know, it's probably six-inch four four by three aspect ratio you know lcd that has the you know gps on it and you know you can are those those auto erotica Uh, no 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 but you know here's the thing when teslas came out they came out it must be it must be 12 inches i mean it's huge it's a giant screen on the deck but yeah no shit but i from what i understand i'm no tesla expert it basically kind of covers all of your you know, it's a rolling computer, so you need. There's a lot of data data that you can you can take. So I I, I get it. But now they're putting like giant 12 inch monitors. It's like a Ford Focus. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, I feel like we're at peak infotainment screens right now. Like 
they can't get a whole lot bigger before they just take up the entire dash. But I feel like it's kind You're giving of... Tony a hard on. Relax. Slow down. There. Don't, <laughs> don't get that close to the future. He's already picturing it. I feel like it's turned into a gimmick. I can barely for... infotain myself. <laughs> oh, there you oh, go. oh, come on. So that we're done. All right. Good night, folks. <laughs> oh, man. We're dropping. See? Computer fucking nerdy puns. This is Tony's game. Oh man, Big I, I, I'm, just, I'm just mad because it's pretty. It was pretty damn good. Art's <laughs> <laughs> like, don't give him credit. Stop it. <laughs> uh, according to Art's review, I'm the funny one. All right, Tony, leave the joke. Oh, I know. Me. That's my. That's my one of the year. I'm that was it. You're good. Yeah. You're done. All right, you get a star for that. One. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. So no, it was just funny because I, I, I'll be at a stoplight. And I look over. I'm like, God damn! Look at that fucking screen! Like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, they're pretty big. Yeah, and then like you know, they're like, they'll use it for the map. You know, it's like you can see the, you can see the whole world right there where you're going. Like, <laughs> they're huge. It definitely seems. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Overcompensating. Uh, over, overkill. Yeah. yeah. Where do you put the CDs? And you, don't, they don't even have a CD player. I doubt they have. A, they, I'm sure they do. I'm sure you can buy it. I'm sure it's a. Fifteen hundred dollar extra add on. Yeah, <laughs> y'all really want this? All right, here you go. There you go. They just yeah, give you a boombox. They do. That's yeah, right. A little. It'll be like a Bluetooth Bud Light um, cooler <laughs> slash Bluetooth speaker. There you go. Throw that in the trunk for you. You guys, are you guys fans of the Tesla? You guys like those cars? They're all right. Yeah, uh, I they're think the, uh, they're the future. You know so me. That's why I'm, I'm a car buff, right? I, yeah. I have always been a car buff. Nobody loves the sound of an internal combustion engine more than I do. Hey, now. Um, but electric cars are absolutely the future, and you can't argue the acceleration uh, numbers that electric cars give you. And, um, yeah, so you got to give – and they look good. I mean, Tesla cars, they look like modern cars on the road. They don't look like some weird sci-fi space movie. I'd happily drive one. I can't afford one, nor will I ever afford thirty, forty, fifty plus thousand dollars for. Yeah, but if you were given an Eleanor, an old Mustang, would you rock that? Would you rock that? Yeah, absolutely. You would. I have. I'd have no shame driving an electric car. You would. Not huh? whatsoever. None. But but would uh, wouldn't the Fast and Furious look weird with a bunch of Teslas driving around? Well, there's there's the issue, you know. Well, I tell you what, BMW. Can, can I put a big ass spoiler on it? Sure, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Um, put BMW, neon lights underneath? BMW did this probably over 10 years ago. It was, um, it was when they introduced the M5, which was traditionally a high-revving V8, then a V10. And then they went to like a small turbocharged V8 that sounded like shit, right? So I don't care what kind of muffler you put on the car. It sounded like a, it sounded like shit. So BMW actually, it just didn't, it wasn't loud, didn't roll. Just, well, I mean, what we, what we traditionally, what most gearheads like the sound of a high revving V8 or a V10. What would that sound like, Harley? I don't know. You just have to Google that shit. You do that shit. (laughs) No, but so what they did was they literally had a recording of a, of a good sounding V8 and they would play it through the stereo when you revved the car out. So they literally like added 
like exhaust no. noise to the stereo. No, yes, what? literally. Yes. No. Google that shit. Come on. Yep. So some people listen to white noise to go to bed. Do you listen to cars engines? Not quite. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> oh, but you know what? Oh, this is what I was going to ask you guys because I because uh, you you two both ride motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you feel about the motorcycles with three wheels? I saw a guy riding one of those. It's not a motorcycle. Not a motorcycle. It's called a trike. It's a trike. <laughs> it's, it's called a tricycle. That's just a there's trike. Only, there's only oh. one motorcycle that I've seen that, that has three wheels that can count. And it's Yamaha. Because, and it's because the wheels. Has a carrier? No, the wheels move in and out depending on how fast they're going. So it can replicate the lean of a motorcycle. But it has a stability of having three wheels. Yeah, it's called a. Why can't I think of the name of that fucking. I'm, uh, was it Yamaha? Was it was it really? Yeah, the Nikken, the Nikken, N I K E N. And it the front yep, two tires yep, yep, yep. are really close together. Oh, I've seen those. And it's 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 a motorcycle with two front tires, two yeah. motorcycles. Okay. It's for, it's, it's for old why that why that design just a little bit easier. It's to... for old people that you know the, that are afraid Damn. of the balance. Like no, that, it was huh? more of it was more of just an engineering engineering feat. But like Tony was saying, the the motorcycle leans like a traditional motorcycle. You'll counter steer like mm-hmm. a traditional motorcycle, but you have the benefit of not having to balance it at a stop sign, uh, ah, gotcha. which. You know, and it has twice the contact patch up front. So if you were to hit gravel or, or you know, adverse weather, you have twice the traction in the front, which on a motorcycle is 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 highly important to to say the least. So, um, but the like the Can Am Spiders with two front tires and one rear tire—that's not a motorcycle. Nope. It's, that's that's a, a trike. It doesn't lean. It doesn't counter steer. They're they're cool as hell. I'd happily drive one. But oh, okay, that's what I was gonna ask you because I saw one guy on the road. He was like, you know, just chilling. He had his bike. You know, he's got his the back part and the two front ones in front. And then like the acceleration was pretty fast. He he would take off every time at the light. Well, that's nice. Yeah. And then when he turned, he turned like on a dime because you know he's got that two wheels in the front, so they would have turned. You know. Yeah. Um, but it, I was I just felt awkward for the guy because like a guy was on a motorcycle. Like an older dude with the big old saddlebags, you know, big ass flag in the back. And then once he got to the light, there was these two guys, younger guys in little crotch rockets, you know. And I see, and I keep, I keep seeing them looking over. And I'm thinking to myself, are they putting them down? Like, are they saying, like, this guy's not riding a real motorcycle? You know, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bring that up to the guys and see what they feel, if they feel the same way. Well, it's not a motorcycle, but that doesn't mean it's not cool. That's all I'm saying. I don't consider it a motorcycle, but I consider it cool. You're just exposed, you know, to the elements. It's just yeah. like a, a convertible plus. You can't unconvert. You know, you're just exposed, and you have to wear a helmet. I mean, yeah. The difficulty, I think, why why they become why they're called motorcycles is the DMV registers and insures them as motorcycles because, like yeah. Tony pointed out, you have to wear a helmet. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have to have a motorcycle endorsement. Uh, Ooh, that's a good point. Are you taking that test on everything, right? Chances are you do. If if the DMV sees it as a motorcycle, that means you have to have an endorsement. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's no seatbelts, there's no you know roll cage or anything like that. So, they're just a lot safer. 
Uh, uh, depends uh, how you define a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you can't you can't cut through traffic. You can't fucking you know. Correct. In between two cars. It's like the old argument. Fuck guns, already. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Yep. So, you know, motorcycles, you know, aren't dangerous sitting there. That's why people do stupid shit with them. I just don't see a lot of those guys like on the floor <laughs> on the you know. It's just because you don't you see a hit. lot of them. Period. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Yeah, no, I usually wanted to take. I just thought those, that was just interesting. I was just no, like, they're cool. They're things? cool as hell, but they're not motorcycles. Yeah. <laughs> well, how fast do they go? You think? Uh, I'm sure they go 120, 130 miles an hour. Look it up, and and they have um um Rotex motors in them. Rotex is a engine what that mean? company. Rotex is a brand company that makes engines. Uh, let's see, tops. It's not going to be high because they're not very aerodynamic. I said, didn't all the calls in twice, Tony? I, want, I, I have five to, calls. I wanted that joke to keep going. <laughs> I have five calls. I put, on the, I put on the messenger we didn't get his just to fuck with him, and then he called back. Oh, I know. I saw it. I wanted to keep going. I wanted to call three times. I wanted to play every call. <laughs> I was hoping for it too. We did get two of them though from him. We did get, I have five oh, calls. Oh, we're playing all of them, dude. That's going to be great. Oh, man. So, Harley, what do we got in the docket tonight, brother? What we got? We lost them? Me? Yeah, you. Your name's I'm Harley. Trying to, I'm trying to find out the top speed of a spider. All right. Tony, what we got this evening? We're like waiting for Harley to find oh, the top speed of a spider. Jeez. <laughs> well, you guys got extra. You guys got extras. Well, we got some extra. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Before we get into that, Tony, you're you're driving. You got a long road trip going for you. You got the phone on you. The GPS tells you it's gonna be thirty some miles away. So you got some time to kill on your phone. You're gonna play a song. What song are you playing on the radio to get you get you going? A thirty minute song. Hmm. Not thirty minute song. Just like any song. You're like, I want to play this no. song right now. What's you got a go to that you got to hear in the car, or just lately? Uh, lately, this is the song I listen to. That I just throw on there. I advance it so you get to the meat. Are you driving at night? You trying to scare people? Come on. There you go. There you go. Ooh, yeah. That gets you in the mood right there, huh? Oh, yeah. Nice. Who's that by? What's the name of the song? 13. Name of the song is Uppercut. The band's called 13? He's a DJ. DJ 13? Yeah. But no DJ, just the DJ uppercut, just thirteen. <laughs> DJ left hook, just thirteen. Yeah, just thirteen. It's it it's a pain 13. in the so ass. It's, so it's J U S T thirteen. Z E M Who's on first, Tony? Right. What? Now, is it the number thirteen or is it written out thirteen? Number thirteen. Number. So it's N U M B R thirteen. Yep. All caps. All caps. Thirteen, and the song's <laughs> called Uppercut or the Uppercut. uppercut. Okay. Got it. There you go, kids. 
Free song of the day for you, brought to you by MCP. You ever want to know what he's jamming to? There you go. To me, we're old school. We like to keep songs that like uh, we can sing along to, you know. Um, and it usually goes back to like early, early nineties, you know, high school days. And I was thinking she had played um, uh, Four Non Blondes, "What's Up," and I was thinking, I'm like, man, where are all the angsty women? Uh, uh, you know, angry, singing music, wanting to play Lilith Fair. You know, wherever that, wherever they all have gone, you know, you had your Sarah McLaughlin that I know Harley was a big fan of. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> see, gets excited talking about her. Um, you know, you had the Cheryl Crows, you had, you know, anyone that was going to be on Lilith Fair, you know, um, that, uh, was that one chick married to sang that song? I'm a bitch. I'm a liar. What was it called? But I was just thinking like, even if they're a one hit wonder, that song, what's up will live on. Like if, you know, just, just go on. Like. I, I'm just, I was just thinking, I'm like, I wonder if there's, if they will ever get that again, you know? I mean, it's just different times, but it's just weird that I, I, I just, maybe I just don't listen to the radio enough and maybe there are songs like that. I'm not sure, but, um, this is it's it. catchy. Let's see. You never heard it? I don't recognize it so far. Oh man. They had the top hats with the goggles. Harley, you know that song, right? Uh, no. Oh yeah. 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 See, you'll hear a little bit here. I've heard it before, but I don't, yeah. I, I, I recognize it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was just their big hit, dude. One, you know, a lot of one-hit wonders back in the day, but mm. the song kicked. And I think that chick helped produce, like, a lot of Pink's new songs, and she was a writer, but, hey, you have one hit. You know, it's like it's like, it's like that question, right? Like, would you want to be known as a one-hit wonder or never having a hit at all? Uh, yeah. Absolutely a one-hit wonder. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, how many times will you see, you'll hear right set for it, you know, I'm too sexy in a movie or a yeah. commercial and get paid every time it gets played, right? Well, that's the thing is one hit wonders get paid. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might not get paid if, as much as somebody that had two or three or four hits, but right. like, I still did okay. Hey, we, <laughs> yeah, we got a shampoo here. We're going to use your song. Yep. Go right uh, in. <laughs> You're like, yep. <laughs> well. Yeah. What about you, Harley? What are you jamming to? Shit, I already posted it on. Oh yeah, shit. I'm gonna be listening to that song All for right. weeks. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm digging that tune a lot. You gotta post your remix of it. Oh yeah. Well, right. I don't have a remix. I just added a loop to the beginning and, the, and a loop to the end so I can make it DJ friendly. Ah. Uh. Oh. And then I, I'll, I can, I was starting to mash it up with another song that doesn't have a vocal, so. Maybe one day I'll put it in a mix and I'll post it. Cool. Oh, stay tuned, y'all. Patreon exclusive. <laughs> right now. So, Harley, you fucking finally finished Avengers Endgame. Oh, boy. It took you four days. <sighs> yeah, it, it took year. me several sittings. It, it, um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I wanted to watch for the podcast, obviously, but it was difficult. So I was working in like half an hour, 45 minutes here and there. I watched about an hour and a half, the last hour and a half of it tonight. So, um, and being it's like, it's like Das Boot, it's like six hours long. You know, it, it takes a while to sit through it. No, um, by the way, those spiders, the uh, Canham spiders, it's like one, one ten. It's about what they're good for. Yes, you were wondering. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Since you asked. So, um, it's hard. I mean, it's hard to review this movie. Um, without kind of reviewing the franchise as a whole. Um, 
I also rewatched um, uh, the the last movie, uh, the the last Avengers movie. Um, the fuck's Infinity it War. Infinity War. Thank you. I watched like half of it last week, and I finished the last half of it this week. So I'll kind of review both of them. And um, I, I, I kind of gave Infinity War kind of a rough go at it, I think, the first time I watched it. And the second time, it was maybe a little incrementally better. It was it was a little less boring. Um, um, the I'll, 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 I'll say this because I have to correct myself because I, I was um, – whatever – um, the very ending of Infinity War, when everybody turns to dust, um, when I saw that, I, I missed the part that it was basically half of everybody. Spoiler alert. Um, I just thought it was um, Thanos just offing just a random people instead of uh, his big grand scheme of, of offing half the entire universe. So... Um, Felt a little less lazy this time around because I realized, oh, okay, that makes sense. He's, it's, it's just random. So, um, and then in this one, it's, it's like more of the same, except for longer. I mean, you know, I mean, we're full on Titanic territory with run times now. I mean, it's, it's all of three hours long. It's two hours and 50 minutes. And, um, and you feel it. I felt, um, the movie doubles down on the humor in the first, hour and a half um and i for some reason I, again this is just my my ignorance or my arrogance or not arrogance but naivete for some reason i feel like the movies are going to get heavier and more serious and i, I don't know why i think that because it's i'm being dumb marvel has made an amazing amount of money off throwing a lot of humor at the most heaviest of topics of all time. So uh, the fact that this one is comedic um, is is uh, no or should be no surprise. But for some reason, when I'm watching it, uh, it's 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 catching me off guard. Um, the Thor letting him shit. Let, so can I? Can we just talk about like full on spoilers? Tony, can you? Yeah, yeah. The following may spoil the movie for your poor sensitive ass. You've been warned. I um, I posted that on the messenger because I wasn't a hundred percent sure if Angie had seen it yet. So I didn't I didn't want to ruin it if she hasn't seen it. So, um, but anyways, um, I was annoyed with Thor letting him fucking. Shit slide, you know, get the fat the war. I was like, all right. Um, you know, it's kind of like getting the band back together. It felt very, from a writing standpoint, it felt unoriginal. It felt very like we need to shit out a script so we can finish this, finish, wrap this baby up. Maybe we're going to kill some people off. We'll see how it goes. Um, it, it, it felt like, well, what's the one thing we haven't done yet in the MCU? Let's do time travel. Okay. Well, we haven't done like a heist film. So let's do a time travel heist film. Yeah. That's a good idea. All right. Somebody shut this out. It felt very, the script felt very uh, flat. Um, um, 
and the action at the end um, was more or less the same. You know, it was kind of on the same par. It was slightly bigger scale, I guess, than the last one. I mean, it was cool when you got all the Avengers coming out and they're coming through the the warps that uh, the, the the strange people are opening. Like, I dig that. That's cool. I mean, there's lots to like about the movie. I'm not I'm not saying it's a terrible movie. It's it's obviously very competently made. Special effects is good. The performances are good. Um, it doesn't distinguish itself from the other movies enough for me to really be in a hurry to want to rewatch it. Um, I, I feel like it's kind of diminishing returns at this point. Like I, the first one was really a big surprise and I really had a lot of fun with it. It's like, wow, this amazing job of pulling all these guys together. Um, the second one I know didn't do so well. I, I need to go, I need to rewatch Age of Ultron. Um, um, and then I would say the third one, I, I, I would say I like the third one more than Endgame. I, you know, one day I'll rewatch Endgame. I'm not going to be in a hurry. Um, but I can see why D was a little let down by it. It feels a little anticlimactic in some ways. Um, you know, what they did with Iron Man and Captain America. Correct me if I'm wrong, but those are the only two characters they wrote off, right? Want to say it again? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, Captain America and... Um, Jesus Christ, you're making too much noise. Got Black Widow. <laughs> you burn yourself? Hold on, guys. What are you doing, babe? I'm disinfecting it. Oh. Why are you using boiling hot water? All right. So yeah, that, that's right. They got they got rid of Black Widow. They got rid of Captain America only because he's gonna die of old age. Spoiler alert. And then uh, Iron Man, right? That's the only three, correct? Mm-hmm. So they we still got all the other goodies, right? We still got. Um, and obviously we got uh, Hawkeye back, back, back with, uh, back with a vengeance. He gets, he gets a ton of screen time in this one. Uh, we get Perma Hulk because everybody was pissed off in, uh, the last one that we didn't get no Hulk. Uh, so this one we get Hulk the entire time, which I'm fine with. I got no complaints. Um, what else I'm trying to think of? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, what do you, what's your response? My, well, my biggest thing is like, you kind of downplay, like, all these movies have created this whole universe, right? And it all comes down to this. Like, it's like, you're like, oh, they just kind of rushed it. Like, it's no big deal. I mean, it's a huge task that they were able to pull off, I think. And you kind of just seem like you're downplaying it. Well, what do you mean, like, a huge task? Just well, they got write. all those movies together, right? All these characters. I mean, it could have failed, you know, at one movie, another movie, another movie. But the fact that they were able to continuously make all these movies and them in that good is, I find it very impressive. I find, I, I think what they've done that Disney has done an amazing job is finding the balance to sort of satisfy the biggest demographic, right? I mean, you know, in the eighties, we had, you know, the movies that you and I love oh so much, they're hard are, they're genre action flicks, they're mindless scripts, they're revenge flicks, they're, you know, whatever. But 
we have we love them because of the genre that they appeal to. We are that demographic. And then, of course, you have the horror franchise, and then the comedies, and then the the rated R comedies that uh, um, some movies have obviously made so popular. And then you have you know the the slasher flicks and the torture porn, and you, you have all these movies, these genres. Yeah, but how many years have they been making these? Right? Fuck, I mean, ten years now. Right. I mean, the first Avengers came out in 2012, right? Yeah. So, um, they, they consistently make high quality films that appeal to a large demographic and with things like Comic Con and, and the internet just being what it is, we've sort of like made it okay to be comic nerds, right? It's like, it's not nerds anymore. You just love fucking comic characters and you know mcu is this gigantic cinematic universe like you said it just has all the candy in one shop and you could you could literally just watch them all back to back to back to back and and there is some tie now here's the only thing i have not seen the superwoman the last mcu movie captain marvel captain marvel thank you like she's fucking super oh this is what i kind of wanted to say um, she's like Superman, right? I mean, she just has unlimited power. She just does whatever the fuck she wants. Um, and they have to use her sparingly in this movie because she is an overpowering godlike character. Mm-hmm. She's like Thor, but even more powerful. Um, she's not stuck on ground. She's, you know, she's not. Well, they establish that when they're in the meeting, she's like, you know, Earth is the only place I defend. You know, there's, there's a lot more, gal- you know, there's more planets around it. I must defend, you know? Yeah, yeah. So they, you know, they had to, they didn't introduce her in this movie, but there's going to be a half, there's going to be a percentage of people like myself that haven't seen that. Um, uh, you know, and, and that movie must have came out a few months before Endgame did, right? I mean, I, I feel like people didn't have a lot of chance to see, um, Captain Marvel before Endgame. Look that up. Captain Marvel. What's the name of it? Uh, Let's see. Release date. Release date. March 8th, 2019. Avengers Endgame. Release date. April. Literally less, uh, barely a month later. Okay. So my, my point is proven quite nicely. You literally had like 35 days to watch Captain Marvel before Avengers came out. Right. So it seemed like a lot. And how much did it make? What Avengers or Captain, Captain Marvel? Marvel. I, I don't know. Uh, I can look it up. I would, I would bet it would be a shit ton and that would mean a shit ton of people went and saw it. Sure, sure. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah, 1.1 box, 1.1 billion in total. So. There you go. So I believe a lot of people want to go see it. No, yeah, absolutely. Uh, four, <laughs> 426 million domestically. So. So is that uh, enough time for you? Well, the, no, obviously not because I didn't fucking see it yet. Well, that's cause that, yeah, but you're not a fucking Marvel fan though. No, absolutely. And I'm not, this 
Steve. How, and what's the majority of Marvel fans out there? Would you say there's how many? Oh, fucking! What do you like? How many fans are there, or what's their demographic? Um, I guess either, maybe both. I, I would just, say I would say it's a shit ton of, of people. Fans I would say there's a shit ton of people that love those movies, as opposed uh, to how many people that are like like you, and they just don't give a fuck. But they still yeah, they're them. old. They're old yeah. people like me. Even they're the casual people. fans want to go see it. You know what I mean? Like. It's well, that's, it that, says Marvel well, in the front. They're going to go see it. Yeah, sure. There's lots of people that, you know, you want to go to the theater. You want to, you know, see a big, big blockbuster action flick. They're going to, yeah, I mean, it's a safe bet. Um, and I would say the, the largest demographic where the largest percentage of people is going to be, you know, 13 to 32, 13 to 28 kind of thing. Um, you know, millennials, traditional, what we call millennials. Uh, I, I, can see that I have become jaded and old and, and grumpy. Like it, the, the movies come off as being non-original and non-artistically expressive. It's just, they feel like they're made to make money, plain and simple. Um, and so you're talking about a superhero movie. Yeah. Yeah. But look, look, look at what, look what Burton did with Batman. Right, I mean, different, different times. No, agreed, agreed. But I, I hearken back to those times. I, I, I miss those times. You're and comparing, I, you're comparing hundreds of hours of cinema to two hours of cinema. Well, close to three. Sweet. Let's be three, honest. Tom. Three hours. It's almost three. I don't know. I slept through it. <laughs> what, what are we talking about? I'm confused. I'm saying you're, 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 you were. Saying, compare this to Burton's Batman. I'm like, that's what three hours compared what, to, to the Batman? MCU. No, it's barely two hours long. Right, exactly, two hours. Right. That's it. We've got the the MCU phase one is hundreds of hours. Right. Maybe not hundreds. Maybe but yeah, it's probably uh, oh, ten uh, movies. It's more than two hours, right. and and that. So the whole phase one universe right. doesn't compare to Batman 89. Is that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, you can't, it's the apples. It's not even apples. No, you're and oranges. absolutely it's, right. You're absolutely right. It, it's apples and oranges for sure. I, I'm trying to review the movie as its own on its own. I'm but not, you, but it's, it's hard to though. I mean, it is absolutely because you, you, like I said, it's a culmination of all these movies put together and all these characters. Well, what's funny together. is that that's exactly how Harley started his review. It's hard to review this without reviewing all of it. And then he's, now he tries and to then, review yeah. it as well. See, that's, why, that's why you don't fucking listen to a word he fucking says. He's fucking, he's an idiot. Makes no sense. He babbles on for an hour and then he, just, and then he's, and he, and he says he's a snob because he doesn't like it. It's like, no, I'm not saying I'm no a snob. Sense. I'm just saying. No, yes, you are because you can't even get, you can't even get excited when fucking Thor, when Captain America finally, spoilers, we're already in spoilers. Yeah, so when he stupid. picks up the hammer. How's it's fuck? fucking incredible. I don't understand See. that. They don't, they don't, they don't explain that. Uh, what the fuck they... are you talking? All right, Tony, you take it. Thor and Thor says, I'm choking I do my it. microphone like it's Harley's neck. Like I'm Homer choking Bart right now. Like, uh, what, is, so what I, are you talking about? I missed. What, what's the explanation for that? Is it because he's, uh, he's, he's, uh, what's the word, uh, uh, he's the wrong person to be, right? All right, can we move on? Like, Thor, Thor holds the hammer because he, he's not destined to. He's, he, he uh he wields the hammer because he's qualified. Not qualified was the fucking word. Yeah, he filled out an application. He was qualified. <laughs> Captain America was overqualified. Um, he was worthy. Valuable. Worthy. Thank you. 
So how come uh, now all of a sudden Captain America is worthy to? You remember Agent Ultron when they're having a party and they're all trying to lift the hammer? Yeah. Thor's laughing. He's having a good time. He's like, ha nobody can lift it. Uh, and Steve Rogers comes up and starts lifting and it moves a little bit. And it moves. Thor gets stuck and he gets nervous. He looks at him and goes, wait, what? And then when he couldn't lift it, he goes, ah, ha, ha, ha. his nervous laughter kicks in because he's like, ah, I see you couldn't lift it. But there were signs of it way back then. But even, and even within the same movie, Vision, like, like he was holding it like nothing. Yeah. He handed him the hammer. He yeah, handed he Thor handed the him. hammer. Yeah. Like, like they, they, they already revealed that it, Thor isn't the only one who can lift it. Right. I mean, and, and his. Thor's ego because he thought he's the only one. Right. Right. Like that was already. And then he starts addressed. double wielding. He's got the axe and the hammer. So and, and that's, and that's, and, and, that's and right there, like that just shows how you, it's, it's difficult to review this movie by itself. We had to call, we had a, the, 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 an explanation for something on screen occurred in other movies from the past. You know, like that's what that's what makes it difficult to to review it in and of itself. You're reading all these books, and it's like, okay, here's like the, it's like the last Harry Potter book, all right? Everything here's the last this this series, you know. Like here you go, this is the ending, you know. Dude, tell me another and any other franchise, Harley, that's done this before. That's oh, tied this many different movies and characters together. No, no absolutely. I, it's I, never I, been I, done, right? No, I your can't boy Cameron's never done it, right? No, no. So you don't find you don't find that at all, you know, kind of special. No, I of... absolutely, I'm not taking away from that. I am not taking away from, excuse me, the talent that the amount of writers. You that... say, but they, that's, that's the problem. You said, oh, it's a generic story with the generic things. This particular fact. movie is comes off as feeling unoriginal. Where in uh, so so to so to acknowledge your point, they they have to. They have to constantly bring up things from another movie, right? They're constantly referencing. They're constantly winking. They're constantly the payoff, right? But it's not like the it's setup like, is all these okay. previous movies, and this is the payoff, right? Right. right. Yeah. So, so uh, maybe in one of the previous um, uh, uh, Iron Man movies, he hints at putting pepper pots in an Iron Man suit. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I'm, I'm saying I don't know. But all of a sudden at the end of this movie, they gotta make it for the ladies. So they they get all the superhero ladies together. For pepper Potts day. has put on a suit. In Iron Man in the yes, okay. Iron Man. yes. So very good. So perfect, perfect point. So that was this is the payoff to that movie. No, that not at all. Ten years ago, but that's the problem. Back to all movie. of them. This is a big thank you. Why did you think they showed their names at the end and credits like that? Uh, like thanking the fans for sticking and doing this for uh, you know they all hung around. And no, they, they're they saying thank you for writing them paychecks, bitches. Because this well, is that's beside the point. Come on, well, we, we know that, but it's like. Dude, if you're a fan of all these movies, and there was even having a marathon where they played all of them in a row, and then they played this new one in one of the theaters in L.A., they they did that. So the fact that you got all of them, you know, all together, and you got to go flashback, it's like, you know, it's just like a bunch of Easter eggs. Not even Easter eggs, but just, you know, hey, remember this part from this one? But it's not even nostalgia. It's not even like, just remember this from the 80s or from the 90s? No. Remember this from like this movie and that movie and that movie. So, well, they, so refer- they kept referencing older movies. They did the Back to the Future franchise, and they did. Well, they're talking about time travel. They did a bunch of movies. 
But they're t- yeah, but they're what? but because they're trying to they're talking about time travel. Yeah. What's the point? Are you talking about about they're referencing movies. That's how because that's how people talk. Yeah. What do we do every night on Sundays? Right. I just I don't know. That was again another incident where I wasn't expecting it, and so it bumped me. It's not an attack. It's not. It's not a an attack on the movie. It's just I think when it I was like really I don't know I don't know it's weird. Like I feel like like, you're like you're saying, you, you, the you MCU is its own universe, and so when it when it constantly references to our universe, it bump it throws me. I'm like, wait, I don't get it. You're referencing shit that I know, and I'm not in the MCU. I'm in normal human land where. Yeah, you're right. You're like, what? What? Uni- they're in the they're in the United States. What the fuck? That's in yeah, my what? universe. That's not. This it takes place in California. California. They're talking about time travel. That's weird, man. Here's the thing, like, like when you guys all right. So I know Fonzo was big comic comic book fan. Um, Harley, did did were you a comic book fan? Like just the actual comic books. Uh, no, I was never a big comic book fan. Right. Okay, mean, so I this, read, the, this I is... read the the night uh, uh, the Batman shit. And I can't even think of it. Night, whatever the fuck it was called, when Bane broke his back, and one that we get to see with Christopher Nolan's Batman. Oh, what was it called? What was that storyline called? Um, and then Batman comes back, and he's all like tech technologyed out. Shit, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, anyways, anyways, I mean, this is, you know, again, this is in the 90s. I read one, one like 10 right, part. Right. Comic book. So, yeah, so, so my, my point is, Fonzo, when you read a comic book, did you ever jump into, you know, the 40th, uh, you know, number in a series? I would just skip all. I'm like, I got to get to the end of this. Fuck all this. Fuck all this reading shit. Right? Like, you just jump one. right into the yeah. end? No, of course not. No. The, the cool thing is, they you would have side characters. You had side stories. You know, you'd have different teams, and they would all tie in together, right? Well, right. Like, and Right. Right now, we're seeing it in the cinematic version. And that's it's also cool, too. Yes. When you read in comics, you would get secret characters come in, you know, guest starring. And that was always cool, seeing the other characters, you know, interact. So when we saw that in, the, in movie form, it's fucking, you know. And I think that's what that's the biggest accomplishment. I think that's what you're trying to get at, right? Right. That's the biggest accomplishment of the MCU and and Phase One and what Marvel did is it brought the experience of comic books to cinema. And that's when you're seeing Star Lord and Iron Man Man and Spider Man interact, or when Doctor Strange was interacting with Iron Man, it's like, what the fuck, man? Right. And it works great because actors are killing it. You know, like two fucking alphas going at it, Iron Man and uh, and Doctor Strange. You know. They keep bickering back and forth and going at it, but they kind of respect each other because, you know, they're both intellects, but, you know, they're still that little, you know, I'm yeah, the best. Yeah, it's, it's fun. But it know? does. But it's great, right? And then yeah, absolutely. But it, it feels like it's a new form of entertainment media. Like, you've got the in- comic book, you can, and, and you get, right? <laughs> no, you can watch it on your infotainment you can, Exactly. Yes. I mean, it, it does. It feels like it's different because you can't compare it like you cannot compare a comic book with a movie you just you just can't that's two apples and oranges and now you've got these movies <laughs> and you've got an mcu movie and it feels like they're they're separate like I yeah there's a lot of harley lost all his joy in watching <laughs> right like he's yeah. sitting there with his arms yeah. crossed like he's like like his mom said you can't have any more ice cream and he's sitting he's pissed off right imagine telling harley you can't have any more ice cream mm. right 
Think about it. You're sitting with your arms closed, Harley. Like, are you upset while you're watching it? No, I'm like, just bored. When fucking when you hear on this on Cap's ear, you hear, "Mind your left." Are you fucking kidding me, dude? I got so excited when Falcon said that to him. And Cap was looking, he's all weathered, he's all beat oh, up. And look over, back. and everybody comes in. Yeah. yeah. Fucking amazing was that. Why is it amazing? It was just another. Oh, we knew it was happening. We knew it was happening. This guy. Fuck you. Oh, like, okay. When you watch wrestling, right? When you would watch wrestling and Stone Cold's getting beat up, you know damn well it's going to come back and win, right? You know yeah, the outcome, right? Of course. But did you not enjoy it? I did. You don't enjoy the storytelling? You enjoy the storytelling? Oh, fuck. Oh, because you're much more older and mature now. No, I'm not saying I'm older and mature. I'm old and. And, and fucking decrepit. And yeah, exactly. You're old. You're a grumpy ass man. You're a grumpy yeah. old man. No, I, it, that's what it comes down to it. It seals the deal. He does. Why he, even watch it? Like, I don't even, don't know even why watch, you watch it. Have to. It's a, no, no, you don't. You no. didn't have to. We, we, hey, we're giving you. Why? We're giving you a pass. You don't have to watch any more comic book Martin, movies. Exactly. Don't no, have to. No, I mean, we, I, we won't don't even worry about anymore. it. You don't need I choose, to. I choose, we don't want, we don't want a bitter Harley. We want happy Harley. <laughs> All right. We don't want you bitter anymore. We want you happy. Right. Don't go waste your life watching shitty superhero movies anymore. All right. Oh man. No, 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 no. If you do, that's fine. That's cool. Just you get a time limit on your review. And I got to scratch off the homework I was going to choose. Damn it. Oh man. So I mean, in the end, I I still can't tell if you actually like it or hate it. Uh, who, oh, who gives a fuck at this point? I don't even <laughs> I mean, want his review. Can. What do you want me to? I could give it a slider or a pile of shit. That doesn't matter. <laughs> it won't make sense. Yeah, right. I can't. I can't. Tell. I just can't. I just can't imagine. I just can't believe you're watching this and not being entertained. Like, it's crazy. You, you said you were bored. Yeah, I was bored. I mean, some of the jokes were were chuckly. Some of them were cringy. The action was more or less the same that I've seen in all the other movies. It wasn't any better i mean the fight core i mean nothing is done poorly it's a it's a well-made film it's an absolute dollar it's 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 you know um if you paid nine bucks to go see in the theater you got your money's worth i mean it's these are high quality films i'm not arguing the quality of the film i'm simply saying from well, sounds for, like you are you said the story's well, lame i i well, yeah, yeah boring I mean, you you see you're going back you what are you saying dude what I, are you I, saying I'm you don't know what you're saying. You talk for ten minutes and then you say something else. Fifteen minutes. You're like a fish. You forget what you forget. You swam to the one side of the bowl. And now you come back to the other side. You forgot and you go back the other way. That's what you do, T- Harley. Tony, my line. I, I my head spinning. You, <laughs> you call them out on this review. You call them out, dude. You, I know. You I did. You, so you said it himself, dude. He fucking started off like it that he hates it at the end. You're like, what? How did we? Where was that U-turn? What happened? I mean, okay, uh, I, I will, I will. No, end. you're done. Go ahead, just give us your review. We're, we're going to move this. on. Compare this movie <laughs> oh, for crying out to the extra credit. Both are science fiction action movies, right? No, no, not at you, all. You put them on the, they're on the no. same shelf. No. Right? I mean, there's drama, people die, there's time travel, there's lots of similarities. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that the MCU has is not something unique in and of itself in the entertainment franchise. I'm not taking away from that. But from a film, from an individual movie, you compare Interstellar to any Avengers film. And I guarantee you the history books 
will show one film while maybe not making as much money as the Wait, which one's which one's the highest grossing movie of all time? I'm not arguing that. No, Transformers make a billion dollars. Does that mean they're good movies? No, Dick. Answer why do you keep question. referencing why do you keep referencing how much money it because made? Because it just became the highest grossing movie Donald of all time. Donald Trump was elected president. Does that, that mean he's a fucking that, human being? No, of beat, course not. That beat Avatar. That's why you're bitter, because it beat Avatar. No, I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> But this, this, this kind of, it, it talks to the point of, that I was trying to make earlier, that they're not the same. You're co- trying to compare a movie to, you can, to this comic book. To any regular movie. You like, just can't. It, you can't. It's like, it's like just because two things are written on paper doesn't mean a comic book is the same thing as a novel. Like they're not the same. You no, can't compare right. them. And, and I, right. and I think we're at this point here with this movie. And and the and what MCU established yeah, is that you, they're not. You can review Interstellar and Iron Man or the first Thor or Hulk, but you right. can't you can't touch this one, dude. You just can't touch it. I'm it, sorry. So, like that's just the way it is. Like that's just it's gonna be the golden right. Rule. If you, you if you approach it. it as if it's a regular movie, uh, a a piece of of entertainment that's supposed to last two to three hours, four hours for Harley, um, you know, it's not gonna work. You know, it just doesn't because that's 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 not what it is. It's not a a entertainment movie that's contained within a two hour time frame. It's like it just doesn't. It it it's different. It's not a. It's like I I, I see it comparing the same a book. It ain't the it ain't the same sport. It ain't even the fucking same ballpark. Right, but like the same fucking league. Like yeah, yeah. It's on film and it has you know video and has audio and it has but just like a comic book has. Art has art and it has text. It's not the same as a novel. Like they're in the same media. Their their medium of entertainment is the same, but they're two different things, and you can't put them in the same comparison. It's like no, it absolutely right. It doesn't work. I go to the movies and I watch Interstellar. I go to the movies and I see Avengers. Like I go to an art show right. and see art. But obviously, art is very subjective, and I could see a picture of a trash can and call that art. And then sure. I could walk, look at the Mona Lisa and call that art. Yeah. But that's about what they have in common. So, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Click that sounder, Harley and Tony. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. That's all we got to play every time he starts talking. No, I mean, that's why. What'd you it, give it? What'd you end you up giving it? You can't review the movie. Yeah. It's, it's... No, you let Tony and I reviewed it. Remember how, remember how much fun we were having? That's a, That's the review. That's all oh, you need. Great. Oh, it's great. You know, was it Donald's favorite movie of the year? It was. Ask him. No, actually, <laughs> I don't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe Art and Reed. But I take it back. Let's ask Art and Reed. See where they come up with it. Well, let's. Oh, let's ask the world. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's the number one. It's the biggest <laughs> box office of all time. That's right. Suck on that, Harley. <laughs> You're a big money guy. You love talking about money. Well, there you go. You love it so much, like they wrote you a check. Like you're getting crazy. Oh, for fuck's sake, dude. Dude, go back and listen to all our reviews for the first Avengers. That shit was mind blowing, dude. I would go I, in, I, I I'd go to Target that. every, after every Marvel movie, dude. Crew had a Captain America shield. He had the Thor hammer. He had the Hulk hands. An Iron Man mask. He had everything, dude. That, yeah. Those movies were, dude, like who knew, like they there's no way we would have known at that time that w- w- this would have happened. I mean, that's what they're hoping for. And if they were successful, we would have got it. And the fact that we got it and the fact that all the characters are still there and nobody died and, and it's just everything just, and it exceeded. Dude, like think about it. Iron Man was a C-list act, uh, combo character. It wasn't even like the top shelf guy. You know what I mean? 
So right then, and there, look, when fucking Guardians of the Galaxy blew up, then you knew like Marvel's got yeah. something. Like, and, yeah. and a talking listen, raccoon and a talking tree, you, and this movie blew up. You're like, oh, Marvel can't be touched now. Watch this. If you go back through all the reviews, because we've been fucking recording this podcast since the beginning of the MCU, I have enjoyed the first. Much more than I have. The yeah, what, then what happened? Right, right. The the only one, one, you you the changed. Only, you yeah, changed. Except, the movies did it. They got better. Oh, you oh, changed. No, they did not get better. They got less original. They became sequels. I will say this: what the last think? Thor movie was a blast. But so it is a people didn't like that change. Full on comic book. I mean, it's a full on comedy. And a lot of people didn't like that change. Well, that's fine. Whatever. But you did. It's the biggest break, I think. From not the biggest break, I think it's. Um, you know, I think the first Thor, second Thor, I can't remember too well. I felt yeah, like they were nobody they, does. Yeah, they weren't. They were much more serious than the third Thor. Of course, that, that, that uh, you know, Taiko Taiko Watiti. Am I fucking up his name? Um, uh, he did a you know fabulous job of sort of rebooting the Thor franchise. So at least um, my take. So. But again, the first Avengers, awesome, had a lot of fun. It was, it, it far surpassed my expectations. The first Iron Man, one of the greatest comic book hero movies. I mean, the, the greatest That's sort the of origin stories, origin stories. I would happily go back and rewatch that movie anytime. Um, you know, I, I always enjoyed the first, um, Captain America. Yeah. So what happened? Where did we lose you? Where did you get grumpy? They just started, kept making shitting out sequels over and over and over. They, they Black Panther weird. sequel? Well, I didn't care for Black Panther. Doctor Strange? I like Doctor Strange. Guardians of the Galaxy? I like the first one. I never finished the second one. Were those all sequels? Were those all? You know, like- you know, like all the ones that he says he's liking are the ones that kind of establish a character and yeah. the character goes through an arc in order yeah. to establish them, right? Yeah. Once they're established, before, the, the quote unquote sequels are are banking on that the character is established and now you get to see him in action. So there yeah. is no character arc in the sequels because they don't they're they're not supposed to. Like they're supposed yeah. to be all right, let's showcase this character and see what he can do. You but know? you don't like Winter Soldier? I don't remember it very well. Civil War? I didn't care for Civil War. I remember watching it, but I've only watched it first once. Pissed on this turd as Harvey Keitel would say. <laughs> I remember many... that action sequence at the end where what's his name gets all big. Like I was like, yeah, that's cool, that's fun. And there's too many characters. If there's too many characters all trying like to compete for the same, he he know, doesn't like, know. He thinks they arc. all look alike. He just doesn't know. <laughs> no, I just I like I, I this, this is coming from Tony who can't read comics because he doesn't know which way to go to read. All right, he's fucking defending this. Let's read up and down. Binary is like, wait a second. <laughs> it doesn't know where to go. But that's what I'm saying. Stuff. Like, if you go into a comic, like you're you're used to reading books, and like that's what you're expecting when you go into a comic, you ain't, you ain't gonna enjoy it. You know, that's not gonna work. But honestly, like when he was saying he was watching it, like how did did you not know how this was really gonna turn out? Me? No, me and Tony. Oh. I'm asking Tony. What did I not like know his, how what would turn out? His review. Uh, oh yeah, I'm sure. My review is fairly predictable. Yeah, I, I I never expect to understand Harley. <laughs> uh, usually, yeah. Ask Chris. I don't. Know. She doesn't know how to do it either. 
God bless that woman, Harley. Like yeah. I, I, I like I have my prediction of what he's gonna give it, but right. I have like twenty percent confidence that that's what he's actually gonna choose. <laughs> you, you're forcing me to give it a rating. I don't force you. I mean, yeah, that's just what, that's what we do on the podcast. Right. So you don't right. have I to. It, I, give it, I give it a waste of time. Yeah. Okay. Good. I got it. I nailed it. Good. That would be a waste of time. Oh, you didn't get it, Tony. You should have said it out loud. I don't believe you. Yeah, I wrote it down on a note. Uh, oh, show me. <laughs> You're writing it right now. So was a timestamp. Scribble, scribble, scribble. Yeah. Uh, well, here's this is well. All right. Well, here's this, Harley. Here's an here's an original movie that's out in the theater. Not a sequel, not a remake. I'm interested. Let but yet, me yeah, Uh-oh. but yet you Uh-oh. didn't go out to the theater to support. I don't go to the movies anymore. But to but this is something original. It's okay, not a superhero movie. Please tell me. Hmm. I'm, I'm listening. But it's not. It's not. A, it's not. A, it's not a sequel. It's not a remake. I'm excited. Something original. It's actually filmed on film. Oh. Written directed by Tarantino. Oh. Has two A-list stars, and it still won't get you to the theater. See, you're the problem. See, you don't want to support, you know, original ideas in the theater. I went. You know what? Uh, you know what movie I happily went to see was uh, the last big like like tentpole, and it was you know original in the sense Blade Runner. That's not original, and nobody wanted to see it. That's not original. That's a sequel. I mean, that's yeah, like sequel. well, text, I mean, let's that's be textbook honest, textbook original or sequel. sequel. Yeah, textbook sequel. No, it's not. It's 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 unconnected to the original by thirty years and and yeah. Did it not have the same? How is that not a sequel though? Yes, somewhat, I guess. What? What the fuck are you talking? Do hard? Did you pull your head? Is Decker not in it from the first movie? Yes, he is in it. So it's not a continuation from the first one. No, it is. It's a sequel. Yes. So it is a sequel. Yes. Okay. Okay, I'm lost. Why? Why did you say it wasn't earlier then? <laughs> I feel like we yell at him enough, Tony. He'll say he'll agree. It's a sequel. Like, oh yeah, I guess it it's like there's a it's like there's a decaying like amount of time. If enough time passes, it doesn't count as a sequel anymore. I'm telling you, he's a fish, bro. The <laughs> bull came back and goes, "Oh yeah, you're right. It's a sequel." Yeah. If you forget the first one, argument. Enough time passes and you forget the first one, and yeah. it's not a sequel. Toby Chong, Toby Chang. So yeah, I went to the theater and saw something original, like his Harley would say he should have seen, right, but right, I didn't. Right. It says comedy drama, two hours and 41 minutes, but it did not feel like it at all. I could have sat there and watched another hour worth. Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood. Written, written and directed by Quentin Tarantino, which says it's his ninth film. Technically, it should be his tenth, but he says Kill Bill 1 and 2 is 1, so technically it's his ninth film. A faded television actor and a stunt double strive to achieve fame and success in the film industry during the final years of Hollywood's golden age in 1969 Los Angeles. So this, you can tell people say it all the time. It's a love letter to Hollywood. You know, it's like Tarantino's like he loves this era. All the commercials on TV or on the radio and music is all from 1969. It's attention to detail that Tarantino does. The dialogue's there. The character works there. Leo and Brad Pitt are amazing. I'm not usually the biggest Leo fan, but in this one, he's fucking great. He's awesome in this. Brad Pitt as Cliff Booth, awesome. It's a stun double. They're great. 
Leo's just uh his you know he's his star is dwindling. He um big time movie star, uh you know the cowboy era and uh you know fucking hippies all around LA which he fucking can't stand. They always call them fucking hippies. Um and it's just dude and it's just him dude you can easily like watch this movie with him and Brad Pitt just hanging out together is amazing. Like dude he runs into Al Pacino plays like a Jewish producer and he's talking to him and says hey you know it just um. People are doing TV now. Like that's that's it. You know, movies. Uh, uh, that this, that cowboy shit ain't working anymore. You know, you you gotta you gotta improve, right? So apparently, like, what's crazy? If you look at the the roles they're playing, Leo and uh, Brad Pitt, it's very close to Burt Reynolds' real life. And mm. you remember, his best friend was Hal Needham, which was a stuntman, which helped him direct Smoking the Bandit. And um, so it's kind of loosely based on him. In fact, Quentin wanted Burt Reynolds in the movie. Unfortunately, he passed away, so um, Bruce Stern took over the role. Um, but, I, oh my gosh, this movie, like I said, I've been wanting a Tarantino movie not take place in the past or in the West or anywhere else. I've wanted him something a little, you know, as modern as can be, you know. Um, I'll take I'll take 1969, you know. The music's great. The fashion's cool. Um, and people want to be concerned, or I don't know if they've seen the trailers. They always feel like it's about the Manson and the Sharon Tate murder. It's it's not. It's just like Leo's character lives next to Sharon Tate, so that's like the pretty much the connection right then and there. Um, Manson, you see him spoiler in the trailer. That's pretty much as much as you see him. So people trip out on that. It's not you know. It's a cameo. Yeah, pretty much essentially. So um, so yeah, like I said, the story revolves around Leo and Brad Pitt's characters, and, and it's fucking great. Um. And there's some scenes where like they're they're being filmed like in the movie, and you know normally in another movie it would be like uh you know you have different angles you know shit but it's being filmed like the director's filming it dude it's 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 a fucking Tarantino movie like you know you you just gotta do you make you know get your ass out in the theater and watch it man it's fucking great like I had a, such a good time with it I could have easily sat there and and watched it again that's how much fun I had with it the fucking third act is fucking bananas like. I'm talking glorious bastards, like fucking craziness, man. It is fucking great. Um, uh, God, I, I want to say more, but I don't want to spoil it. You know, it just feels like if you watch it, um, you know, you get your, your cameos, you get the, 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 you get, you get your fucking wacky ass Tarantino foot fetishes. This must be his biggest foot fetish. I mean, everyone's fucking barefoot almost oh really he's, no, yeah he's fucking he's all over yeah it's fucking crazy you get Sharon Tate you get hippie feet you get all of them you know um but yeah um just everyone do and Timothy Oliphant you know who we're fans of you know oh yeah he's yeah. in it yeah he's in it yeah cool. Luke Perry where that was his last role he was oh, in it great. yeah um Damian Lewis um uh oh it's cool too it's interesting too he got a lot of his um friends actors or daughters in the movie so like um they play like a little manson kids like uh like um ethan Hawkins, uma thurman's kid uh kevin smith's daughter um who else is in it a rumor willis i believe is one of them too there's a bunch of them but just dude just fucking you know leo acting his ass off in the movie um brad Pitt just being a cool ass motherfucker cliff booth man he's just great um yeah man it's just a fucking Great goddamn time! I had so much fun with it. Like I said, easy watch. There's one scene though. It's just I gotta, I gotta. Say, it doesn't ruin anything. It's just they're sitting there watching a TV show that Leo did. Uh, Brad's got a six pack of beer. They got some pizza. They're sitting. There, they're doing a fucking live commentary of hmm. the show as their characters. It, 
I could have had a 50 minute scene of that, that alone. It was phenomenal. It was like hearing a Leo and Brad Pitt commentary. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> it's just so fucking cool. They're talking shit, talking about the show. Oh, it's great. It's just, it's just, you know. So if you think about that, where it's like, you know, Burt Reynolds and his friend, Hal Needham, it totally makes sense. After I, when I read that, I'm like, oh shit, it totally makes sense, you know? Just like the cool part in the trailer where you. The cool friendship they have, it's, it's Sunday night, so. First time watch, I just, I'm a big Tarantino guy, so I could easily, easily give it a Slater. And I'm going to because I had such a good time with it. That was a fucking movie. Yeah. You know, the things I didn't like. I mean, it didn't like slow down, didn't die down. I said, I'm, I was invested the whole time. Even like I said, uh, how long it was, it didn't feel like it. Some people have a problem where like it doesn't feel like it's going anywhere. Like, well, what's the person, what's the point of this or that? It's That's kind of the Tarantino thing. Yeah, and it just, but it flows though. Like I said, it just, it just happens to work out. So, um, and Danilo didn't really know about the Sharon Tate murder, so I thought maybe that would have thrown him off. You know, cause a lot of people think, keep thinking like, oh, what, well, that's gonna happen, right? That's gonna happen in the movie, right? That's Sharon Tate. Um, so if you don't know about the it doesn't really, it won't affect it, you know what I mean? Cause it didn't affect his opinion, it didn't affect, you know. Cause I, cause I remember asking him, well, did you know about her, the actress? What happened? He's like, no. I'm like, oh, okay. But, it didn't bother him and you know but if you do know then it's you know it's a, it's just an extra little um ice on the cake for for uh the knowledge you have in the movie i don't want to spoil anything but it's just uh yeah it's a great fucking time thoroughly enjoyed it wow. yeah and then we wanted to do something for the kids before they go back to school this week um amy found that there's still a theater drive-in theater in santee that's awesome. And they play a double feature. Um, we didn't stay for the second one because it was fucking late. Kids were already falling asleep. I was going to say, Santee's a long ways away. Yeah, not that far. Um, How long did it take you to get there? Yeah, like maybe 30 minutes. Really? That's it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Never mind. Not too far. Yeah. I feel like Planty's like an hour and a half away. On the 78 to the 15. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, not yeah. too far. Maybe because it's at night, too. There's not that much traffic, too, you know? Makes sense. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, so we went to see The Lion King, and then that next one was that dog movie, The Art of Racing in the Rain. <laughs> and, uh, I think Amy really wanted, she wanted to sit there and watch it, and I was like, I'm done, man. Um, but Spider-Man 2 was playing after Hobbit Show. I was like, well, I'll stay for that one. You know, I was like, can we drive the car and go to that side? <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. Do you pay like nine bucks for an adult, you know, four for a kid, and you can watch a double feature? It's pretty, not bad price, you know? For two mm-hmm. movies. So, um, I was always afraid the cars are going to die if you leave the car, you know, the car just on just to hear the radio. You know, how long can you keep your car like that, Harley? Hours. Oh, yeah? yeah. How about four hours? Uh, if the battery's in good shape, yeah. Yeah? You get two movies in? Sure. Okay. If the battery's in good shape. And it's nicely charged when you, because you drove that too, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, if your battery is on its last leg, then. <laughs> That's probably not a good idea to go to the drive-in. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. Idea. Yeah. You might need to break some jumper cables. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny on like on the IMDb flanking, it says animation adventure drama. So you guys know the story of Lion King, right? You guys seen it before? Maybe. It's the same. Time or two. It's the same exact movie. Uh, that's that's what I've heard. Just in CG. So 
there's really no surprises. There's no really, you know, you see a couple of different shots here and there, but you hear James Earl Jones talking, and it's just such a. This is a weird movie to review because you've seen it already, but you are seen in a different way. But you know what happens, you know. <laughs> and uh, what's weird to me was that the hard time was I having to talk to him about it when driving home. Is like you can't. I mean, which is weird. You could animate the characters, you know, with expressions on their face, but they want to keep it so real, so you don't really get uh, the characteristics out of their faces. Of course, the animals. Yeah, that's you kind of what, what we had to deal with with uh, Jungle Book and um, the two different versions of it. We touched on that. Mm-hmm. Yep. But see, that one at least had the one human character. Right. So I mean, I wonder if that's why you know his expressions, his emotions. You can feel something him as opposed to this one's just all animals. Right. So like when you know, when somebody eats a bug, he's like, yuck, and his tongue sticks out. Like you could have easily done that here, you know? I don't know if you guys saw that video that uh Donaldo put it where they deep faked the movie. Yeah, so kinda animated a little bit of faces. I did not. Yeah, I'm like I think that Harley or Donaldo, Harley didn't give a fuck about you. He said fuck you. <laughs> um <laughs> It's just like so you know, like and the thing is you've I don't know how you guys seen Lion King a lot of times, right? You kind of know all the beats. I haven't seen it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 10 years. So like when you see him singing the song, you know, like, um, I can't wait to be a king, you know, or Akuna Matata. There's a famous scene that I liked is when he grabbed the vine and swing and fall in the water and then Pumbaa and Timon kind of land on shore with the, the wave, you know? Yeah. I'm just so used to that, but in this, you don't get it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, cause I think in that same video that Donald posted, you can, there's like a side by side shot of it. You know, and you look at that, like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, when he shakes his hair, his hair goes back to, per- you know, being perfect. So I think they just want to make it so serious. Like, when you see Scar, you see him. He looks menacing. You know, he's chasing the mouse. But something about the cartoon where he's, like, playing with him in his hand. He's toying with him. He's about to eat him. There's just, sure. you know, you just, yeah. you know, when they, when, I mean, when they growl, they growl. You're like, okay, they're mad. But you can't see them as sad or scared, you know. Like, yeah, but you can see animals being sad. But it's just, it just, it was just missing that, you know. I just want to see a little bit of like, you know, that characterization in the face where I can see if they're sad or crying or mad. I think it would have helped, you know. Interesting. Because yeah. a lot of it, it's like, that was my biggest thing going into it, you know. Um, I kept wanting to show the anime once the kids and I played it for a little bit and didn't want to have it, but they wanted to see this one. So I'm like, all right, you know, we'll go with this one first, but I'd be curious s- now to see the animated version. I'm Do they, did it. they, were they interested in the anime now that they've seen this, the live? The CGI slash live. I'm gonna I'm gonna test that theory tomorrow. I'm okay. gonna put it on and I'm see. Curious. Yeah, now that they sure. know the story, I wonder if they'll like it more or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the things with Zazu is like the same. You know, like they're following him. They're like doing it. They're trying to ditch him. They go to the elephant. Uh, do I even play the fucking video game? So yeah. I was, you know, from Super Nintendo. <laughs> so I was invested in like I I, yeah. I know the world. I know the music. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and the one beef that Donaldo had too that I didn't think it was gonna bug me, but I kind of wanted to see it too, was when Rafiki goes nuts and kicks fucking hyena's ass and he's beating him but yes. it's like you know what i want i want to mind seeing that shit too you know it's Seriously. like dude, it's disney it's and it's like a it's a comedy movie it's like you know why not you know what i mean go a little nuts you know why not you know what i mean but i guess if they're trying to go with that you know serious or that you know live action feel i guess or whatever i get it you know but uh, now i just want to see it now we'll see i want to see it it's more your big animation guys so but then you're also a big CG guy, right? So, right. Uh, you're, I'm very curious on your take, you know? Yeah. Just because I think I I think you'll be in my boat, dude. Because if you're watching, you want to have a good time, and you and you get the beats and you enjoy it. Like, 
uh, Timon and Pumbaa in this one. Um, Seth Rogen and and uh, what's his name, uh, Billy Eichner. They were good, you know. But I can't not hear Nathan Lane as Timon, right? I just, you know, and then like uh, Keegan Michael Key and Eric Andre. I was trying to listen to their voice, and I couldn't. I couldn't tell it was Eric or Keegan. I mean, Keegan a little bit, you know. I wanted him to be, you know, you know, totally animated. It's like, dude, they got Keegan. He's gonna go off, right? Eric Andre's crazy. I want him to go off, right? And then Serafina that played the 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 chick Kaina. They they and the problem was they all look the same, <laughs> you know. Like mm-hmm. in the cartoon, at least you have Whoopi has a cool little dreads, you know. Cheech Marin looks a little silly, and then you got the crazy one Ed, right? Which is Tony's favorite. Yeah. So there's no Ed, you know. Give me a big dumb hyena. They just, you know, they didn't do that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just it's hard to review this movie because you know it so well. That's the weird part, right? You know it so well. You know everything's gonna happen. So it's it's just kind of yeah. It, does I, it you know. does it think that you know it's a cash grab? Does it does does watching it kind of? Well, me, I mean, I was, I mean, I was cynical. I mean, I knew, I mean, I'm sitting here. I want to say to kids, oh, this is totally cash grab. But I can't, you know, I'm on my head. This is a cool movie, but you know, you know, I remember growing you up and the dad. I to see this. I was not. It, yeah, I mean, I, I want like Lion King. I don't want fucking first Lion King's perfect. Why would I go see this? Yeah, I would totally didn't want to see. It. I, you know, I and I still didn't. But I think one time I heard one, one of my kids said they wanted to, and that's all it takes for me. Like one of them wants to actually go something to see in the theater. I'm there. I'm, and I'm all about it. You know, they want to check out something in the theater. Let's do it. You know, a lot of times they'll see commercials. They're like, man, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. But if they say, I want to see that, I'm like, cool. I get excited. So see, it's difficult to watch a movie without judging it on its, on, without judging it based also on why it was made. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, for me, you get past that. Can't you just sit there and try to want to, want to enjoy it? I mean, cause you're not going to just, not want to enjoy yourself, right? You're going to be mad the whole time, are you? Oh, you're right. You're right. Absolutely. Well, what it does is it just leads me to not see it. Well, know? right. Yeah. Well, then, yeah. You just have that decision. I'm like, not see it. the movie. Yeah. So. But I think that's the problem now, right? They're, I mean, I don't know if they're just pumping them out too much because we had Aladdin this year and Lion King. They all make gangbusters. Right. I mean, this they all seven, just... One but I, I thought it didn't have a good uh, Rotten Tomato. So it doesn't. They don't give a fuck. They're oh, no, I know, I know they don't give a fuck. But um, but I'm. It's got to sting a little, bit, don't you think? Or they're just looking at the paychecks. Oh, I see that money because it was number one again this year, right? One point three billion dollars. You think they give a fuck if it's got a <laughs> certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes? No, no. God damn, they're all rich. I know, but it's just so. It's just a weird, weird movie to review. Like I said, I've never seen a movie where I've already you know seen it. It's like. It's like you're it's going to like Terminator 2 or Terminator 3, right? Or like you go to the new Terminator, like, oh, that's Sarah Connor. But I mean, they're doing the same exact. It's like seeing that. It'd be like seeing Gus Van Sant's Psycho, right? Mm-hmm. Where they did, he did like a, a shot for shot remake of Psycho. <laughs> um, but this one, like I said, it's just from animation to computer animation. That's the same movie. It's just weird. I don't know. So I. <laughs> I want to give the original dollar because I really enjoy this one. This one, is, I mean, honestly, there's not really, there's no real merit to see it. I mean, I guess you, unless you're curious, like Tony, you know. Yeah, I'm all know, about it. But you know what curiosity did to the cat, right? Ba-dum-tsh. No, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, go for the song, go for the music. You know, go for the shot for shot remake. But unfortunately for me, I'm gonna have to say 
It's a waste of time. That would be a waste of time. So, all right, is that all the extras? Uh, Harley, you I, got you got. Oh, oh yeah, he I, saw. Um, I am legend. Very, very briefly, I watched it. Um, I had seen it once, uh, way back, like when it was brand new, kind mm-hmm. of thing. And I remember kind of being disappointed, but and so I think that kind of led me to never going back and, and rewatching it. So, hmm. um, uh, yeah. So I ended up rewatching it. Um, it's. Uh, I think it's the third movie, basically based on this book. Um, uh, the other ones, what the fuck? Omega uh, Man. Mega Man, and thank you. And uh, what was the other one? Doctor Wiley. Uh, I am Legend. Doctor Mega Light? Man. Some some. Yeah. Cut Man. Anyway, so it's based on the last man on Earth, basically. He survives. He's like the one survivor. Um, I could spoil it, but he's not. There's like a bunch of survivors. He just Damn, he's going to spoil it just like that, huh? Well, does. So, unfortunately, I don't know about a Mega Man and the other one, but this one ends up kind of being kind of like a zombie movie. I think some of the problem is the movie's... It's, you know, at a time, market saturation with zombies and running... I think there were vampires in the book. Yeah, I think you're right. And in this one, they're, you know, well, we don't get to know a lot about them. Um, but they're all pure CG, which kind of hurts the film's uh, replayability, not replayability, but like it doesn't, from an aging standpoint, the special effects don't hold up so well. Um, Will Smith is really good. You know, he's kind of peak Will Smith. Like he's very charismatic. Um, he has this incredibly uh, amazing bond with the dog. It felt very, um, uh, Castaway with Wilson, hmm. uh, except for in this movie, it's an actual being. It's the dog, and he, he he's very close with the bond. Uh, and then the dog dies, which is very sad. Jeez, you're uh, just gonna spoil the movie, aren't you? Um, the movie really falls apart at the end. Um, and uh, like for a good thirty minutes, um, it just falls apart and and there's a real there's a big different like director's cut ending um that was just different i don't know if it would have made the movie better um you know it's a tough one to pull off you know the movie and the ending he's by himself but then he's not and so um but yeah it didn't hold up that well um it's not a terrible film um and there's some neat aspects to it uh, but it, because it falls apart, the ending is so dissatisfying. Um, it really becomes forgettable. And so uh, I, I think I gave it a waste of time beforehand, and I'm going to stick with it because it, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't hold up that well. That would be a waste of time. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not the worst movie of all time. It's it, you know, it's like <laughs> 65, 75 cents, but yeah. It's like a high waste of time. All right. Okie dokie. All right, MCP. What you got? What you got? I got nothing. I'm I'm ready to pass out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you did put the dollar sign on the movie, which is good because people were asking about that. So right. Kudos to you. So the birds, Harley's homework. 
is a movie they can bet on. Correct? Correct. All right. So before you start falling asleep, Tony, why don't you tell us what you thought about the birds? Yeah, the birds. Okay, I did see that. I watched it today, so it should be fresh on my mind. Come on. Come on, brain. Wake up. (laughs) See, dance break. Hit that song. (laughs) Hit it. Uh, Which one? Oh, I don't have it queued up. I got yours queued up. Hit it. See what's going on, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Starts with you, Good question, lady. See, um, <laughs> let's see the birds. Uh, yeah, had the window open. Yeah, Hitchcock got a, a wealthy San Francisco socialite pursues a potential boyfriend to a small Northern California town that slowly takes a turn for the bizarre when birds of all kinds suddenly begin to attack people. Wow, you know that old chestnut. Yeah. Um. This was a surprise to me. I didn't read it. I, I, I had, I've never seen it before. Uh, didn't read the synopsis. Um, you know, I, straight I, up I, blind. Straight up, straight up blind. I, I knew it's Hitchcock, and that's about it. Um, and uh, it was. I was. I was like, it was. I kept waiting for the fucking birds to go ape shit. And I'm like, what? The, why now? The, <laughs> where where the fuck are the birds, man? Like, like it's just this guy and this girl. And yeah, okay. So there's. It was interesting the way they introduced the two or the, the, how they met their little, you know, meet cute of being in the bird shop. And I was like, are these the birds that are going to, you know, uh, are they, these the zombie birds? Are these the ones? No. <laughs> no. Okay. And so like it, it, it has a, I think I, I paused it at 50 minutes or something. I was like, finally, <laughs> like, like something actually happened. Um, cause it was like 20 minutes until something kind of happens, but it's not, fully like are we spoiling this like what are we doing yeah, of course. okay yeah so 20 minutes in this the, 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 and a bird finally attacks i was like cool let's start and then it's like nope 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 <laughs> not yet. don't bust that nut just yet yeah yeah um so it was it was kind of two stories there's the story of the guy and the girl um and then there's the story of the birds and it had me interested. Like, I, like the girl was was out there. I was like, man, they, they they like they painted her out to be um this this like adventurous like ballsy girl who does things like and, and plays pranks and is goes and 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 rents a a boat in her heels and mink coat right. like like geez I like this girl's kind of badass yeah I'd be down like yeah why not. Um, so like there's, she was kind of cool and like their banter was kind of cool. Um, until she gets smacked in the face by the bird and then like their banter <laughs> stops. You know, she got, she got a bird to the face and then that's it. There's no more tension between the two. Like it's now it's just like, oh, let me take care of you and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. Uh, and then you get introduced to the mom. So this guy is living with his mom. <laughs> going on between mom and son and i was like oh you know what maybe the birds is actually the girls you know how they you know the old the the, the old timey reference to women like broads 
you know, like maybe they're saying the birds are the girls and like, like that's, they're <laughs> the ones that are fighting, right? And so like, like the mom is fighting the girl and it's fighting the, the, you know, she's, she's the, the jealous mom and you've got the other girl, the Annie, the school teacher who is an old flame. And I was like, ooh, see, 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 she's, the, she's got, she's combative too. Like, I don't know. I was trying, I was trying so hard to make something <laughs> out of that, that story. Um, but, uh, I was, and, and I think that's what kept me going is that I was like trying to draw these connections. It's like, okay, like, is, is, if it's the girls, if the birds is a reflection of the animosity between the girls, then maybe if they repair their relationship, the birds go away. No, no, it, it doesn't, like, there was nothing there. But that trying to make connections is what kept me in it. And then, and, and the birds do go apeshit at one point. They, they 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 accurately called it a bird war. Um, mm-hmm. Like birds just start attacking and and flocking, like flocking and then hundreds of them attacking the school kids and and the freaking gas station going up in flames. I was like, all right, <laughs> cool, yeah. But why? What the fuck? <laughs> you know, is going like on? like yeah, what's going on? Uh, I, I do like that the movie addressed the idea that the girl brought the birds with her. Like, yeah, when oh, that lady you're... starts yelling at him. Yeah, when that yeah, one lady starts. The same starts thing. Like... I was the same way too. Watching, I go, "Hey, me, do you remember?" Because she had watched it a long time ago. Like, uh, "Hey, what makes him go crazy? What happened?" She was, like, "I don't remember." I'm like, "What happened? There's fucking disease. Yeah, Who did it? What's going on?" You know. Yeah. But I like that. I mean, I think Hitchcock works in mystery like that, so he doesn't want you to know. Right, you know, so but yeah. the problem is that spoiler alert: you never find out. The movie yeah. just ends. It just yeah. drives off a fucking cliff, and you're just going, "What?" Ends really weird and abruptly. The- fuck i'm like yeah i was so there up until it ended and i was like nope i'm done that it lost me it, nope give me my dollar back it keeps <laughs> staying in my pocket dang so yeah there's my review <laughs> right. i was i was dude i was i was i was, I was I, especially being you know an older movie the the 1963 and uh, me real- me and me and 1963 don't work well together, you know. Me and anything before 19, you know, <laughs> 2003, it doesn't yeah. work very well, you know. And so I was, I was excited about it. I was like, yeah, I'm in it. I was, it was like, this is cool. And and then it just kind of slapped me in the face. Not even that. It just like turned away. It just turned a cold shoulder and walked away. I'm like, give me something. Tie something I up. I think that's Hitchcock's way, though. I think he likes. And then to- fuck Hitchcock. <laughs> Yeah. All right, y'all, your turn. I was I was fascinated by the the filming aspect, you know, like because it seemed like there was a lot of green screen. I mean, do they have screen screen? No, screen nineteen sixty three. They did projection. Remember yeah. that old? They just it's a fucking projection. I, mean, I just found it funny though too, where like they they'd have like uh, filming it uh, like on location. They'd be by the house, and the next thing you know, they they're clearly in a set. You know, like there's a painting in the background and they're like by the sand, they're drinking their wine at the kid's birthday party. So I'm like, and I'm like, and I'm like is it better lighting if they're in the set? Then, I mean, they, we just saw them actually at that house walking up the hill, but then when they're on the hill, they're in a set. So I'm like, huh. I'm, I was just curious. Oh, I interesting. Kinda, I never, that never. Fascinated by that. I didn't notice that at all. And then, and then just like how they used the, that weird projection with the birds, you know, like you saw real birds flying in and you saw the same like shots oh, over and over yeah. again. Right. Especially. Um, I thought that was pretty neat for like sixty three. That's pretty cool and agreed. effective. Yeah, you know? agreed. Um, and then like when they actually had like like I don't know if they were puppet birds because like, sometimes when you'd see them bite, mm-hmm. like some motherfuckers are straight up biting shit. And uh, 
it got nuts, man. It got scary. Like I had the volume really loud. I had to turn it down. Like motherfucking birds would drive me crazy. Okay, no, the scary part was how much the birds sound like cats. Yeah. Yeah, when they're angry, right? <laughs> My favorite part was when that motherfucker grabbed that big ass river rock and he's ready to fucking crack one. I was like, yeah, yeah, get that motherfucker, get that motherfucking bird. She's like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? What are you doing? She's like, don't piss them off, you know? You know, but you were. But I was like, but I was, I was the same way. And I love the way they filmed it too. Cause he's like, he didn't just go down and pick up a rock. It was like right by his foot. He had to like really work for it and look for one. So he's looking, yeah. so looking <laughs> which for one it. can I use to cause the yeah. maximum and damage? He, and he got like the biggest <laughs> fucking boulder he could have taken. Like, he was ready to take out three of them at once. <laughs> oh man. I, I don't know. I've, um, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead, so seeing, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just like the, um, the, the look and the, and the fashion, the way people talk in like the 60s. Maybe cause I just saw once upon a time. I don't know, but yeah. everyone's always, everyone's always so dapper. Even the kids at the birthday party were wearing suits. It was like so much simpler times. No one had fucking cell phones. There wasn't all this weird shit going on. It's just very A and B and C. It's just very simple. You know, you got the restaurant, you got the location, you got the, you got the, people and then and then there's no all these other weird like shit going on i don't know it's just it seems like way more simple. simpler times back then you know um so if a bunch of birds would attack and go crazy they would figure out when people would have cell phones going oh look at this shit man putting this on instagram yeah, you know yeah. look at this shit it's like no you'd be fucking grabbing your kids trying to save yourself and the motherfuckers are mean man when they're pecking it's like god damn that would be fucking terrifying if a bunch of birds came after us. if you had little dogs they're fucking being flown away right you seen them big ass hawks where they take out people, you know? Or they just like, wasn't that one video where like a bird would come by and knock those goats down, you know? Watch them fall off the cliff. I mean, they're fucking mean. I don't know if you guys ever seen that video. Um, I think, I forget. It's like, just like a bird's knocking goats off. It's, it's fucked up, man. Whoa. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I was like, uh, I was like with Tony. I'm like, you know, I'm into, I'm into the character. I, I, I just love the way she held herself and, she was a socialite, but she kind of seemed like she liked him. She kind of wanted to flirt, but then she kind of didn't. And then she, the mom was kind of in the way. But then you find out that the teacher, she she was used to be with him, and she even said she loves him. So she's like, yeah, I'll probably go to the party. Like, oh, wow, you straight up said, after she told you she still loves him, you're going to be like, yeah, I'll probably go. Like, oh, wow, little catty. I'm like, yeah, bitch, little catty even way back then. I'm like, all right. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I, I had a good time with it. I, I, was, I was enjoying it. So what about you, Harley? Uh, yeah, me too. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're good. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I did too. I, I had seen some of the, the more violent parts when I was younger. Hmm. And I remember going like, ooh, like being genuinely scared, like <laughs> watching this movie as a kid. And, and Nazi got to watch it with us and she genuinely was freaking out. Well, you know, she'll run in her car now and watch when she sees the birds. Like, you know, you address some of the special effects. And obviously some of the special effects doesn't hold up so well. Yeah. Uh, but, like, the scenes where you could tell they were real birds and they were just chilling on all, like, the the jungle, the gymnasium Oh, on the shit. playground? Yeah. yeah. And then when there's more, you're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, that shit holds up really well. Like, it's intense, right? So, like, that... like, And there's a lot of that in this movie. Like, a lot of really well done special effects a lot of really well done um like just making of like the sound effects like you were saying it's like crazy it's like it, it really ramps up and then oh there was one scene where how the fuck did they pull this off it looks like a miniature it looks like a helicopter shot it's it's the 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 shot 
that looks down on the city after the big explosion. Right. It looks like I can't. It's not a helicopter shot. And it's a miniature. And they had but you th- do you think it, it's like a miniature, like a model? It's weird. It's like it almost looks animated or stop motion, but then you can see like the tow trucks coming up and with the water and stuff. I'm like, how the fuck did they pull that scene off? Like that was done really, really well. I was really impressed with that one scene. Watching, I was like, whoa, that was you know again reference. Yeah, that's I was amazed too. I'm, 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 you know, I'm taking it in watching the movie, but then I'm also like, love um, dissecting the, you know, the. The yeah, filming of it, yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, it was just fascinating. Like, man, they pulled this off back then. I mean, it's it wasn't the original black and white. Or was I tripping? You know, Chris thought the same thing. Yeah, um, I remember it, seeing clips of that of the movie all the time, but in black and white. I don't, but maybe no. Hmm. Not seen anything on Wikipedia? Um, no, there's nothing on on. Um, the Wikipedia about it being black and white. So, um, yeah. Anyways, yeah, I had a good time with it too. Like, I, I thought it held up well. Like Tony said, um, you know, it's a, it's a very slow burn. We just are introduced to the characters. It almost becomes sort of a romantic drama the first 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 minutes. Uh, but then when it gets batshit, it literally, it gets bird shit crazy. And, um, but yeah, it ends so abruptly. There is no explanation whatsoever. <laughs> we get lots of little hinting. We get we get too much ambiguity for Tony. As soon as the movie was over, I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> Tony's how Tony's gonna feel about this one." <laughs> Thank you. So, um, yeah, for me, happy ending. They got away. What's what's not yeah. that? No, yeah, but the point. radio said that there were in other cities. So it's oh, like wow, th- there's no one. guarantee that they're going to make it. So there's it's a loose end. Like there is no ends that got tied. Everything's loose. I'm like, motherfucker. Uh, you need to tie that shit up, man, because they're, they're living happy ending in, nope. in my mind. They're happily ever after. They were after. They're going to have some babies. And... That's right. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is a classic, and I think it holds up well for for like repeat viewings i think you, know, you can watch this every couple of years kind of thing so um yeah i give it a high dollar for sure nice i'd buy that for a dollar same i'd buy that for a dollar birds get the, my bird that would be Dang. a waste of time <laughs> birds get the bird bird, I feel like bird. I bird is a word high dollar for a while then and then it just fell off at the end there. Yeah. Other, be- other behind the scenes photos are all black and white. <laughs> uh, well, because the photos themselves were probably back black and white. I know. Yeah. I so that makes sense. That, that's what I was thinking. Like, I wonder if we've seen black and white imagery because that's the imagery that we, they were able to take back then or display it on. Right. You know, the TVs back then most, well, most that's had black point. and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then plus, every. Everyone always thinks of Psycho and think of Hitchcock and that's in black and white. That's true, dude. Just dope time. Alright. Where's Reggie at? This is Savage Scott and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. (laughs) Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. 
Those are buddy art. And... Donaldo. This is Nalo. Good luck, everyone. Hopefully everyone called in with their pick tonight. <laughs> Do you want to um, give the current standings before I get into it or just get into it? Yeah, I'll give it to you real quick. Um, you got Angie. She wrecked it last week. She's up to 21 right now. Reed at 18. Art and D tied at 14. All right. Well, hopefully they remember they can bet on this one. So Right. I'll you never, you, never, you never know. Yeah. Alright, here we go. Hello, bad boys. It is your friend Audie Hitchcock calling in with this week's <laughs> assignment. Homework was picked by none other than the illustrious Holly. He picked the birds. I he think. Might have been Nicholas Cage I... Why couldn't we just put the birds down? <laughs> Artie Hitchcock. I like it. That's a cool name. I do too. think he likes this because he likes to fuck birds. And the <laughs> idea of them turn, suddenly turning violence on him gives him quite the arousal. So a high dollar for Holly. <laughs> Fonzo, my Wait, boy, I'm my dear, dear boy. You like... Dollar. Wait, what? I said, I think I gave it a high dollar. So he gets... It's the point and a half. Ooh. Sorry. Cool. No, that's good. That's good. People need to know. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Everything I've started, this whole horror stuff. I do not appreciate this new form of horror except the titties. I like the titties part, but the rest <laughs> is too much for me. But you, my boy, you gave it a dollar. MCP. Oh, he does. Since this movie came out 87 years ago, you know, I would say he doesn't like it. But I think he can appreciate my master craft oh, no. at making this movie, and he will also give it a dollar. So oh. I'm to... Oh, he was so close. Damn, he was leaning to he the waist of time. So close. Oh. Respect my boys. High dollar for Holly the chicken fucker. Dollar for Fonzo. A dollar for NCP. A certified Donaldo. And I will bet three points. Oh. Oh. Damn. I like where he's headed. He he was he was spot on. Yeah. He made that change where he said, Ah, he'll probably respect oh right there. I was like, gut punch. Yep. So he they kept going. He tie with D. He does end up scoring half a point. <laughs> oh man. See that's what's so crazy in that, that same round. Crazy. You're doing so good. You would have all the oh that's brutal. Alright. Next. Alright. I wasn't ready for that. I was not. I'm fucking joking. And you did say, Here you know, you might as well just try to act like a bird or act like a crow. I was not expecting <laughs> yeah. he to fucking come out of the gate. Oh. <laughs> uh, right out of the cage. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh. Out of the bird cage. Oh. Here we go. Take two. Ah! <laughs> it's the Bad Boys Podcast. Ah! I'm a Gary Crow. Ah! <laughs> 
and this week you're going to be talking about the birds. They're pretty so mean. Ah. Um, I think Harley's going to give this a slater. Slater. Lovely little insects that I like to eat. Tony's going to give this film a dollar because it's old and he doesn't like old films. And Bonzo's going to give this film a slater. And I'm going to double down on that. Oh, oh my god. Oh. Holy shit. So, what just happened? And I'm going to... No, I'm not going to bitch any punch. What am I doing? Smart man. Oh, yes. He gave up on the point like he gave up on the action. Yep. He still gets a point, though, out of him. Goddamn. Um... Was that it? Was that it? Um, and then yeah. Um, so wait, he gave Bravo. it a D, right? Oh no, no, no. He he said Tony gave it a dollar too, right? Yep. He he said I gave it a dollar because I don't like old movies. I know. I was like, wait, that? I was like, what? <laughs> and then um, we me you Slater. Found on your Slater, but he didn't double down on my Slater. Yeah. Right. Wasn't too confident, I guess. Alright. So he gets no points. <laughs> so after all that, he had no points. Yeah. Because he, he got the point for the accent, but he lost it for doubling down on your Slater. And then he doesn't get a point for Tony's. I need the picks, right? He get any of the picks, right? Oh. Nope. He's a big squadouche. Mm-hmm. Squadouche. After that fucking phenomenal ass voicemail, he comes out with zero points. Mm-hmm. How crazy is the fucking, this change of game? I mean, just, uh, let's see. But he didn't even gamble. He's so. smart. He was smart. Yeah, exactly. He would have lost more, I think, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we would have lost whatever he gambled. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that was, that was oh, a great man. fucking call, though. I'm mean, right great off the call. cage. Like you yeah. said, Tony, right off the cage. Just, yeah. Just firing off. <laughs> oh, gosh. Might have to use that as a sounder. Just weren't expecting it. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's what yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. I think I wasn't drinking something when he did that. Mm-hmm. I was. <laughs> oh, you were? That's how you say you were that's choking? I was choking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Good luck beating that, guys. Right? Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for this next. Oh. I, don't know, I can't. I don't know if I can continue. Here we go. What's going on, bad boys? Hope everybody had a good weekend. Um, yeah. Uh, on to the picks. Uh, let's see, the bird. Of course, Harley were picking something like this, but anyways, um. <laughs> yeah, Harley. Just like, just you like you. Pick something like this, Harley. How could you? But anyways. Oh. <laughs> Never seen it. I don't know if I've ever seen Alfred Hitchcock movie, but anyways, um, I think Harley's gonna give it a dollar. And. Bonzo's gonna give it a waste of time. And I think Tony is gonna give it a dollar. So yeah. Not those two mixed. Uh, inter- no gambling, cause D doesn't believe in gambling. That's right. Maybe he's a Mormon or something. Maybe. Are you Mormon? Maybe. You're the one and only El Salvadorian Mormon. <laughs> Costa Rican. 
actually uh, Mormons are all over the fucking world. Yeah, that's true. They're all over the place. But anyways, um, uh, he scores one point. Wow. Wow. That's, that's the, the highest score right? so far. Yeah, Zach, that's the no shit. What a high scoring game this one is. Yeah. Mm. That's a tough one. Yeah. All right, here we go. Hello, boys. I'm calling, uh, making my call this week as the bird shopkeeper from the movie The Birds, which <laughs> you guys have chosen for the homework. Oh, let me see. I'm not sure about my choices, however. I will say that Alfonso is going to give it a dollar. Uh, Harley as well will give it a dollar, and MCP oh. will give it a waste of time. Oh. Yeah. And I have no idea on how those were going to fare, so I'm only going to wager one point. Ooh. Bam. Our wow. girl wasn't. Wow. Because you scored a lot. <laughs> wow. And, okay. the, and the thing is, everyone's so close, too. They just either mess up one or get them mixed up. But when you just hear them, like, you know, and she's the last one to call, so it was, like, perfect. Like, she just heard it in that order. I don't know. That was just impressive. So here's the cat. This is, this is, she didn't need to gamble any points. She right. still scored six points. Mm-hmm. She gets a point. She gets the three points. Oh, hold on a second. I think I think the missus is screaming at me. Oh. Get three points for getting them all. The extra point for getting them all right. I think I'm hearing shit. So, okay. She gets the three points. She gets the bonus point for getting them all right. She gets the accent, and then she gets a point. Six points. Six points. Huge. So. Huge. Wow. Which considering. Into the week, uh, with a three point lead, but now she's got nine points on mm. the Hey, a commanding lead. She can pull over in her Tesla and, and watch some infotainment <laughs> on her big ass screen, huh? Wait for all them fools to catch up. That's exactly yep. what I was. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, I do have, go. I do have one more recording. Let's oh. see if we got a new caller oh. or what. What happened here? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we have a new, so we a new, con- play? new contestant. Let's oh. go. Oh, for fuck's sake. And now my calls are getting dropped. Anyways. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, play it, play it. What if it, gets all, what if it gets all the answers right on this call? Gosh. It's Angry D. Angry uh, D. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, more character in this one. Hello again, bad boys. Anyway. Uh, I'm gonna do this quick. So, the birds. I think Harley and Tony are gonna give it a dollar, and Fonzo's gonna give it a waste of time. And Interstellar. Nope. Nope, he didn't change. Should we leave a message right now saying that, uh, we still need to call, <laughs> he needs to call in right now, if he yeah. wants to get any points? That's funny as hell. And we can but... play it again at the end of the show. <laughs> I would feel bad. Are you kidding me? It would be gold. I would feel bad. That's harassment. All right, Harley. All right. <laughs> you win. The, the the best part is that I'm the one who gets all the calls. I know. Like, I have no idea if you so call You have that. no idea what, <laughs> what came in or not. Like, like, 
I <laughs> said, <laughs> uh, so you should write right now. Like, it's just right. Hey, I didn't get any calls. Oh, fuck. I thought for sure he knew I was joking. When he called back, I'm like, yes. It's perfect. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, all right, there we Good go. Times. Next round, here we go. Yeah. Interstellar 2014, a team of explorers traveled through a wormhole in space in an attempt to ensure humanity's survival. Oh, uh, shit, totally chose this? Yeah, I chose it. Um, I had been thinking about it. It's kind of been in my back pocket to revisit. Um, and then we ended up, I think Harley brought it up in the last, um, the last review of, what did we review last time? Time, time trap? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so- yeah, that's it. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, yeah, let's 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 watch like some time movie, you know? <laughs> One that that's like time has a big, big, big uh plot device. Um so yeah, Interstellar. Um long ass movie, but it still holds up for me. It's coming for the motherfuckers who are defending the three hour comic book movie. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was just pointing out that it's a long ass movie. I mean, I know that's regardless. all you said. You fucking refer. You always gotta go back to that. For some reason. <laughs> uh, it is. It's long ass movie. I mean, without a doubt, but it holds up. Like it's it's got it's got character. It's got tension. It's got science fiction. It's got computers. It's got this, robots. Right? It's got. I mean, what's that? We're spoiling, yeah. right? Yeah, we, I figure we could spoil it, right? It's, 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 it's old enough. Yeah. 2014, yeah. 2019, that's five years. We, I think we normally said six years. 8.6, damn. Uh, yeah, this is, this is a good time. Um, what's his name? McConaughey. 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 Um, D-E-M. Yes, uh, Matthew Zemeckis. He 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 pulled it off. Like he played a good. I I enjoyed watching his character and and you know playing the engineer turned that it had to you know, downtrodden having a having a farm, you know at first and then he got he, he gets called out. He gets pointed out um, to do what he's you know his his destiny type thing. Um, but it has a good tension with his family. Like they, I think they they portrayed that really well. Um, and which goes into the next phase of space. And then now we're now we're in 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 the mix. And 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 you know, not a lot of time spent on the whole, um, you know, getting the team together thing. It was just like let's you know, throw you into space. Get get the fuck out there. Um, yeah, that's not what the movie's about for sure. Right. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. They do it happens relatively quickly. This ain't Armageddon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh yeah. Well and you know, they can develop the characters as they go, basically. Which sort is of. yeah, it's exactly what they did. Um, you know, playing off of each other and, and then get to learn the characters as they interact with each other. And the and the AI robots, which were awesome. Um <laughs> and how they're kind of using them to uh kind of reveal the humanity of people like the the humanity of the AIs 
kind of playing off of the 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 quirks of of the characters you know the the what's your trust level of that 90 percent type thing you know or your honesty your honesty level uh your humor level that that was fun that's fun to watch all the interactions um and the science behind everything too was 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 fun to watch um i think i've only watched this one time and um i it was one of those like it's such a heavy movie with with, with out there ideas that even on second watch it feels like i still don't fully understand what the fuck's going on but (laughs) it's entertaining (laughs) it's an interesting balance between like homework and education or not education but homework and entertainment it's you know we it almost comes off as a documentary right in the sense of constantly trying to educate you constantly constantly trying to teach you something that you don't know if it's fucking real or not i mean obviously right. it might all be fucking it's all science fiction to us right i mean shit who knows um but at the same time it has to be entertaining it has to be this grand epic science fiction where you believe in these characters and you're empathetic and the time, you know, the, the fucking kids growing up and he's staying the same age. I mean, ironically, this is kind of like the joke where he said, you know, high school kids stay the same age, but I get older. It's like the opposite, you know? So, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, um, it, it, it's, it's got, a, it's a tough one. And I, and I think a lot of Nolan films are like that. They're, they're, they're a little heady. I mean, look at Inception. Jesus Christ. Fucking, you can watch that movie ten times and still be like, "Wait a second, what? That I'm confused. Mm. How many fucking dreams are in a dream that's in a sleeping dream, and that the guy woke up? I mean, and this one's no different, right? This, yeah, you're in the yeah. gravity, the time of a, of the time, the dilation, the time, time, time. What? <laughs> and I watched this movie with two eleven year olds, and while they were r- riveted, they had no fucking clue what was going on. <laughs> But they were enjoying themselves. Thankfully. That's kind of cool. Because it's from a visual standpoint, it's it's so compelling. So, but yeah, it's and it's it's a tough. A lot of a lot of filmmakers they have a hard time with that balance between you know trying to make a film that's important but also be entertaining at the same yeah. time. Yeah, this time, this second time around, I enjoyed the 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 little details of like stuff at the beginning and how it act, it how t- it ties together to the end so well like like he says something to um his daughter before he leaves about you know parents just end up being the ghosts of their children's futures which it's like that works on the so many levels mm-hmm. right like because he the he, spoiler alert he's the ghost and and in the future and and but he's affecting her future it's like it was so cool when i was like whoa when i when i when i caught caught that uh that line and the connection to everything um but at the same time it's kind of the 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 other meaning of it is that you know parents aren't supposed to outlive their children parents die and they are they become the ghost you know they're dead they're dead they're just a memory they're just a memory for their children um but then you it kind of flips that at the end and she and and she's now older than him physically 
and say and she says that to him she's like you parents shouldn't watch their kids die and i was like see it, it tied together like so it's like it works on multiple levels it's cool things that tie up and you know loose ends that kind of get tied up nolan can do it and he does it well he does it beautifully Yeah, I was um, really looking forward to it because I hadn't seen it in a while as well. And uh, I just think Matthew's so good in this. Um, that that scene still gets me where he's talking to the, yeah. the daughter and the, and the, on the screen and he just loses it. I know when it's he's catching a meme up. now, but what's that? When he's catching up with like all the yeah. videos from 23 years, 23 Heart, years of heartbreak. video. Yeah. It's heartbreak. And then when he meets his mom at the end, I mean his daughter. See, I call it mom because it's older. Right. It's the same age. You know, like he, like Harley said, he stayed the same age and never got older. <laughs> uh, um, that, that part's hard when they're talking. You have, she still has to watch. She knew he was going to come back. He's just holding her hand and he's just, already starts watering. Matthew's just a fucking national treasure. That motherfucking act his ass off. He's just great. Well, man. this is like his magnum opus, right? Oh, I mean, I he's, just, he's, I mean fucking, well, he's done a lot of stuff, right? He goes on to be This is his biggest, grandest, most acting film. I mean, we see. Oh, did he play an attorney or win an Academy Award or nominated? Like, oh, the Lincoln, Lincoln yeah, might be right. Yeah. But okay. still, I feel like this one is his greatest acting performance. But maybe I've never even seen that movie. Fuck, I yeah, don't know. yeah I mean, he was an Amistad for crying out loud, so who knows? I mean, you know. I like Mud. Um, yeah, Mud is fucking fantastic. So, man, he had his reconnaissance we were saying. Remember a while back? Um, yeah. yeah, no, he's great in it. Um, Oh, when fucking Matt Damon blows up, that's just my favorite part. <laughs> he's a fucking coward in the movie. He's a bitch in this movie. He's fucking with the, he's fucking with him and trying to skate. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this guy. So when he gets blown up, I'm like, yep, this movie is awesome. Um, the and then oh, and I gotta give a shout out to Hans Zimmer's score. It is fucking oh. phenomenal. It is gorgeous. I mean, I there's videos of when you play live in concert, the song stays amazing, but the song where it starts revving up when there's like two scenes where you got Jessica Chastain on Earth and you got him yes. and, and locking me three, three scenes. Them, the music is just, oh, it just works perfect. Not only did I like when he got, Matt Damon got blown up, but I liked that he got blown up and there was no sound like it would be in space. Lots of times we see a Star Wars movie or some movie when there's explosions in space, we hear it. It's like, why is it so hard to not hear it? I mean, it's more impactful. It's, it's It sounded, it was more, um, it just felt more real when the explosion happened. There was no sound to it. Um, I just, I, I just thought it worked. Um, but yeah, Matthew's great in it. I like the story. I'm like, it would be, you know, too far fetched. But you know, what if the Earth is dying? You know, then maybe there's another planet. You know, when you find out about Michael Caine and 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 uh, whenever these just starts unraveling, right? Or Matt, or how, how Matt Damon, yeah. like even when he even when he cried when they fucking woke him up, like he didn't think he'd ever wake up. You know, I thought that was pretty emotional too. Um, but the fact, which, the only thing I didn't, which was kind of weird is like, these are the only people that are going to save the world, right? <laughs> it's all these guys, <laughs> you know? The whole fate of the world is just on these guys. So, like, I just, I thought maybe the more, more of the world wouldn't be involved, you know? Maybe we'd have different astronauts from different parts of the earth. Can't I don't, afford I don't know. it. Can't afford it. Too many people, yeah. you have to keep, keep them all alive. The resources it takes to keep more people alive is too much, so. Yeah. And I loved hard and too. I thought, you know, what's that? No, just, that was just, nah, it doesn't matter. 
Yeah, yeah and, Tars. And, uh, Tars. I, I love Tars. Oh, dude, when he like when they when dude, I think Reagan walked by when he's like, oh my gosh, and then crew walked by too. He's like, look at that wave. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's just gnarly, huh? Yeah. And when they sent out Tars to rescue, because at first I rem- I remember this too in the theater going, what a weird design for that robot. Mm-hmm. But then when I see what it does, yeah, I, I work. I'm like, okay, okay, that's impressive. That is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, man, I this movie's this movie's great, man. I really enjoyed it. Watching again, you know, even for how long it is, I, I, I just like I said, sat through it, just kind of going through oh, yeah. emotions, never getting bored, never looking at my phone. Like, I was invested, you know, just the, just the acting performances. And I said, there's scenes where they're not even talking; it's just a score on full effect as the main lead, you know, taking charge. And it, ah, oh, it's fucking great, great soundtrack. Yeah, there's there's moments throughout the whole movie that I'm holding my breath, you know, mm-hmm. like the wave scene, the the. The spinning out of control docking scene. Oh, know, like, great. So many cool great. scenes. When you go into the black hole for the first time, what it looks oh, like. Oh, man, yeah. You know? Um, when they're playing baseball and the, the field's all like fucking Inception. It's all upside down. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, just going into territory, like, oh, yeah, we're going to go into a black hole. Wait. I mean, I don't know. I've never seen, I don't see that many, a lot of space movies, but maybe that's a thing that they do in Star Trek or thing a lot. But when I first saw that here and they're doing it and, you can kind of see it. I was like, it's kind of mind blowing. I was like, whoa. Yeah, when they neat, went through the you know? wormhole. Yeah. 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 The way it looks, you know, mm-hmm. even towards the end too, when you get like those kind of like ashes, like a, like a fire, almost like dirt hitting this windshield. Oh, here's the other thing I really, really enjoyed too, was a shot of the ships with like the camera attached to it on the back. You'd always see it from that angle. Right. For some reason that really worked for me and I really enjoyed it where, it wasn't just a little spaceship in a big old space just spinning around or flying. They kept it, more, I don't know, if more grounded or, I don't know, by just using the angle. He goes back to it a lot. He uses his angle a lot mm-hmm. where it's just the camera in the back and it's filming it. And you can see like this, you can see, you know, where they're at and behind it. But then if the ship needs to go left or right, you can see it. And I don't know why, but it really worked for me. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, because you get a point of reference for their movement. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing about st- space. It's like, you, you you could be going in circles and it's hard to really tell, you know, because it's just black. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I just, I just wanted to say it. I wanted to say that too. Before I forgot. Cool. So, what do you guys verdict? What do you guys give it? Oh, I'll review it since I haven't really said anything. Um, this is probably my favorite Nolan film. Whoa. Whoa. I, Besides, more than uh, Inception, huh? The Prestige, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. Prestige is probably my favorite, but um, from a from a filmmaking achievement standpoint, Interstellar is one of the great science fiction films of the last twenty years. Like, I think this movie's perfect. I think it is amazing. I think it's. I, I mean, everything you guys talked about is absolutely valid. I think it, like I said before, it does this amazing job of dancing this film, like trying to be something important and original. It, it, it does a lot of kind of like Ode to 2001 Space Odyssey, which we've talked about at nauseum. I'm not really a big fan of. Um, but you, you brought up TARS and, and the other, uh, robot case. Case. Thank you. Um, and they even joke about 2001s. They don't outright, but he says, you know, I'll blow you out the air. 
Yeah, blah, blah, blah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's the kind of like little odes to 2001 Space Odyssey. That's the kind of like odes to a previous film that are inspiration that I like. It's not slapping you across the face with it, you know. But anybody that's that's familiar with the genre is going to know what they're referencing. Um, this takes what Nolan does so well and brings it to a genre that he hadn't done previously. Inception is borderline science fiction, but it's rooted in our Earth. It's not out in space. It's not, you know, we just, it, it's, it's, it's a totally different film. But we get what he has done so well, and that is write characters that are, that are believable, that are empathetic. You brought up when, when uh, McConaughey listens to his kids. Um, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm dying. I mean, I'm, I'm crying like a bitch when he leaves and, and Murph is telling him, don't leave, don't leave. It says stay. It says stay. That's like 20 minutes into the fucking movie. Yeah. Right. Like, when's the last time you cried 20 minutes into a movie? I mean, I, call me a bitch. I don't know. Whatever. Like, I, I, I can't explain it. Like, Maybe I, up. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's like five minutes. Of the movie. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, and it was like, it was the four of us watching. We were went camping. We watched it in the RV. I really wanted to watch it on the big screen, but oh, I bet. Chance, so, but Fonzo, you pointed out the fucking score is amazing. Um, it's it's not overpowering. For some people, it might be overpowering, and it was funny because the birds had no score. You guys remember? Uh, there was no score in that movie. And I th- and I didn't notice it until about halfway through. I was like, "Wait a second, there's no score in this movie." And then you come to Nolan films, and Interstellar is like, it's right there where the score is another character, right? It, it builds that tension, it it pushes it, it it relieves. But it's also not cliche. It's not. It feels original. It doesn't feel. Um, it doesn't feel copy and pasted like so many other big epic score films. You know, um, I don't know if Nolan has a lot of oversight into the scores um, because, you know, I, I mean, we've seen these, these guys do these scores for other films and they're, you know, they're fine. But when he gets, when they do it for Nolan, man, it's, it's over the top. It's, it's these gigantic um, on their own. The special effects on this movie is fucking amazing. Um, you know, you're talking about a guy who prides himself in filming in actual film, but also in if he can make it in practical effects, he does it. I know I can't say, I can't emphasize that enough. What that does for the, for the viewer. When I watch a movie, I can see that's a real helmet. I can see that that's, a real control panel. I can see that's a real seat. I can see that's dirt. That's real water. They land on a planet that's covered in water. Right? How easy would that have been to do CG? Right? No. Nolan has to fucking find a, I don't know if he shot it in a, a fucking lake or, or he shot it in a big pool and he just like, I don't know, but it's fucking flawless. And it just, it makes a two hour, 50 minute, as one of you put it, a long ass movie 
just melt away. And it's just like, all of a sudden it's over and you're like, and, and it, it's, it's got a happy, it's got a Hollywood happy ending. So, you know, um, it's, it's not quite, it's not quite inception with the top spinning or not spinning, you know, I mean, it's really, it wraps it up very neatly. Some people might not actually like that. I'm perfectly happy with it. It's, it's got to have a happy ending. This movie is so sad. It's so depressing. It is. It's we are fucking doomed on this earth, and all of our hopes are with these two fuck up, these three fuck ups, and they, they literally, when when they when they um when they get up from the water planet, right, and they just lost twenty oh, yeah. years, mm. and they're all like getting their shit together, and Matthew. Matthew says, we weren't ready for this. And he says it in this defeated tone. We we're not ready. For, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We are law. We are fucked because we are not ready. You know what I mean? They literally just lost 20 fucking years. And when they open that door and the guy, he's just sitting there in his PJs. You're just like, and once it kind of registers, mm-hmm. it's like, holy fuck. And then you, and then, you know, and then we get introduced to Jessica Chastain and, and, um, uh, what's his name? You know, and it's just so fucking heavy. So the fact that it has a happy ending, I'm perfectly happy with. Otherwise it would have just been a depressing ass movie. So, um, yeah, I, I think the, the movie's amazing. Um, it's, this is why I love movies, not all movies, <laughs> but this is- <laughs> movies and i think it goes to show that you know this movie's only five years old um this isn't 1965 this isn't 1995 this is a 1985 um so there's still people making amazing movies you know we just watched Django unchained i think that's a a, a brilliant film that holds it that will hold it's um through the through the ages i think it'll hold up well um, I think most Nolan films will hold up well. And Interstellar from a science fiction film um, is in my top top ten science fiction movies, without a doubt. Maybe in my top five if I had to, if I really was forced to. Maybe one day we have to do a top ten, like genre movies, you know? Hmm. Not a bad idea. Five or something like that. If we could actually get our shit together. Um. Yeah, it's it's a high slater. It's as high a slater as I could possibly give it. And it's a perfect film. I love it. That was a fucking movie. I would second that. That was a fucking movie. Certified this bitch. That Damn. was a fucking movie. Woo. There it is, kids. Beautiful. There could be some serious points. <laughs> if some motherfuckers could get it right. <laughs> Read routine. Tony, you hear that? Tony, you get some points. If you get them right. If you get them right, yeah, <laughs> you get the points. Yeah, yeah. That's different this week. If you get them right. If you get them all right. Here we go. All right, all right, all right. It's your boy Artie Conahan here calling with this week. <laughs> uh, do they get extra points for clever names? Seriously, Artie right? Conahan? That's great. Artie Hitchcock? Pick for extra credit. I ain't gonna beat around the bush. I can waste no time. This is a certified Slater double down cross the board.
I'm gonna tell I, you why. I love the fucking confidence, my man. He didn't waste no fucking time. He was like, "Yo, Damn. certified Slater, all around, doubling down. Let's go." I know my man Fonzo and my man Harley. They got all tore up. Their insides got all tore up when Matthew McConaughey, me, Matthew McConaughey came back and saw my baby, my baby girl, my baby girl older than me. That <laughs> fucked them all up inside. So that's why they gave us Slater. MCP, who the fuck knows what that guy likes? I think he all liked all the egghead brainy shit that happened. I don't know. I didn't know what the movie's about. They told me, told me look this way, told me look that way, and act that. So it's a certified Slater for the bad boys. Now, if you excuse me, I have to go back and get back to my humming. Hum, 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 bad boys for life. Oh, that's great. That's funny. I was watching an interview with Leo, and he, and he said people, he's like, every, uh, the, the guy that's asking the question is like, what do you get a lot, you know? Well, quote from the movie, he goes, you know, I'm, all this time we get a lot of, mm-hmm. <laughs> Leo gets that a lot. <laughs> Not Brad Pitt, they were asking Brad Pitt, it was like a once upon a time drunk kid, and he said, um, he said, I always get a, what's in the box? What's in the box? You know? Yeah, first. Yeah. But they thought he was getting, um, the one from, uh, Oh, Bojorno <laughs> from in, uh, Inglorious Bastards. They played their talent stomach. Because the guy that asked him a question was funny. He goes, you know, you played a stomach before. And Brad's like, really? I did? Yeah, he's like, brief for like a few minutes. You were Italian Antonio Margareti. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Awesome. And he goes, and he goes, oh, you're right. Yeah. That's so a good answer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great questions. Uh, yeah. The, all the, I was just up all night watching these. It was great because there was another one, too, where... um. They're asking him if he was the, the best stoner in the movie history as Floyd in True Romance. He's like, oh, I don't know. The best part was Margot Robbie quoting True Romance. Oh, she was Ooh. quoting his lines for him. She goes, Ooh. don't condescend me, motherfucker. And the Ooh. way she said it was like, whoa. And she said another line, too, which was really cool. I'm like, oh. In fact, she said she even walked down the aisle to a True Romance soundtrack. What? Oh, cool. yeah. She's as if she couldn't get any cooler, you know, or hotter. Right. Jeez. Yeah. Speaking of hot, my man Art's hot. He's on fire. Fuego. 22 and a half points. Puts him in second place. Damn. Oh, yeah. Please sound, but. <laughs> That's great. And where was he at, though, before that? He was in dead last. Wow. Just like that. Just yeah. like that. 14 and a half points. Mm. Now, like still. Four and a half points down on Angie. Yeah. But and with the gambling, that could easily. Go from last to second like that, though. But and we still top. have the rest of the players to play. All right, all right, all right. Let's see it. Uh, Interstellar. Oh, voice. <clears throat> and then we've got the film Interstellar. That's right, bad boys. It's your boy, Michael Caine. <laughs> now, this film is, uh, well, it's one of the, the films in the Nolan filmography that, well, it's actually the only one that I haven't seen. So, oh, uh, oh. I bet it's get on to that, you know? Anyways, uh, Harley's gonna give this film a dollar. Tony's He's gonna give this film a dollar. And, uh, well, Fonzo, he's gonna give this 
film a dollar. That's right, boys. This is certified Donaldo. Bad boys for life. Michael Caine out. <laughs> In case you didn't know who it was, you got to you got to say the right, name of the right. Oh, Michael Caine. Apparently, you got them all wrong. Yeah, it's it's pretty obvious he hasn't seen it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I think that hurt a minute. Right. So, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, watch the damn movie. <laughs> yeah, might help you out. All right. Next. Stellar. I love that movie. That there movie is great. I think that movie is a masterpiece. I myself give that movie a Slater, but I think all three of you guys are going to give it a dollar. Oh, yeah, those are my picks. The... Take it easy, guys. Bad boys for life. Or... All right, let's see if he changes his mind. I'll say again, even though I said in the last call. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> Seller is a Slater. Movie's fantastic. It's a masterpiece. I think all three of you bad boys are going to give it a dollar. So, yeah, those are my picks. Uh, Hopefully, don't have to do a round three on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, feel like I was we... hoping you would, Tony. Tony helped you I out. I can't dude. do it. I, want, I wanted to. Yeah. Tony's like, no. He threw in the towel for you. Yeah. yeah. I'm... Uh, the fact that you love it and you gave it a Slater, but you didn't think we would. Right. Oh, that hurt so bad. Oh, D. You know, kick yourself in the head for that one, dude. Well, thanks for calling, though. Again. <laughs> uh, see, and he had a second chance, right? He could have changed yeah, it. The he second could have easily done it. Oh, we would have accepted yeah. it, right? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That oh, that's fucking great. See? All right, here we go. Now I am calling. Uh... <laughs> it's a robot, right? Is that what it is? I think it's a robot voice. No. Uh, as an alien from outer space. Or an alien, okay. Celebration of you picking Interstellar for one of the extra credit movies. This one is going to get a Slater from MCP and a high dollar from Harley, as well as a high dollar from Alfonso. Have a good week, boys. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Farewell. Nice. Safe travels back to your planet. <laughs> now, what that did was that kept kept it in range. Ooh, ooh, kept, I like this. Kept, kept it in in uh, you know, she only scored two points. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's got twenty nine, or twenty two and a half, which might very well be the tiebreaker. You never know. Were you gonna get, were you giving to give him a point for doing a review way back when? Remember he asked for points because he wrote a review for us on iTunes. Fuck all that. And then <laughs> <laughs> Reed did not have a good week. Reed started the week with eighteen points. And he started and, strong with that fucking voicemail, though. Don't get it twisted. Oh, that was fucking embarrassing. He started the week with eighteen and ended the week with eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> Not an additional 18, but... All right, all right. An additional zero. So, that, that's a tough one. That is tough, man. You make all your calls and you end up at the same? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, see, a fairy dust with gowns. So, yeah, 29 points. She's still kicking ass, taking names. Um, let's see. Yeah, 29, A and G, 22 with D or with art. 22 and a half with art. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reed still has third with 18 and D at 15. Mm, okay. I won't help them out big time. See, Pace did watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Boom. All right then. Thanks for calling, guys. Appreciate it. Loving it. I said anyone's good ball game. You know, accents doubling down. Gamble. Let's get. Let's get risky, man. Let's get out there. You know, take a take a shot. Take a chance. Not anybody. Watch the movie. Watch the trailer. D has no chance. He's... He has no chance. No, that's not true. Because he could he could risk all his points. That's right. On. Of course, he doesn't gamble, so really? I don't think yeah. that's going to... Well, just like Vince McMahon, he's got no chance in hell. Right, Harley? No chance. That's what you got. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, so, yeah, like I said, nicely done, everybody. Nice calls, nice accents. You guys are killing it, man. Killing it this time around. Yeah. So, even when you don't get no points, man, you're killed. You still inter- you entertained us. You laughed. I'm sure the listeners will appreciate it. You almost just killed me. Broke. Oh, we got some Hitchcock. We got an alien calling in, dude. We, we get all the stratosphere. You know, next time change it up, make it a Matthew McConaughey alien. I mean, fucking why not, right? Hello, fucking not. <laughs> I mean, that's both what we're gonna get there. So, all right then, who's got the homework there for next week? Y'all do. All right. All right. So, you since I got extra credit. I got homework. I'm gonna go with a movie called Brightburn. Yes. Cool. Tony already likes it. There you go. Have we talked about this movie? I've heard of it. I know I've heard of it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, it just came out this year. Yep. What a child crash land on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero, it kind of proved to be something far more sinister. Sounds awesome, huh? There you go. There you go. What you got, Harley? We'll go back to the 90s. Oh. Keep it down on Earth. Oh. Gonna go with uh, higher learning. Oh, shit. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> you go to higher learning on IMDb, look at Bust the room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all I need to know. That's all I need to see. I remember the scene where. Oh. Like the the cop shines a flashlight and the ice cubes on the face and says, "Let me see your ID." Your ID. And he says, "Let me see your ID." The best part of the movie is fucking Harley Martin's in it. Plays I'm in it. I am in it. Yeah. Now, okay, stop there. These guys that listen to this podcast have no idea what you're talking about because this joke goes yeah. back way too, way too long. So they have to figure out like who, who I am, who you're referring to. <laughs> well, it's easy. Bust the rhyme. Yeah, there you go. Woo-ha! <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Why is that an extra bonus point? Uh, maybe I'll give you a quarter of a point. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Big cast. And our boy, our boy, well, first friends in there, baby. Yeah. Oh, you do. It's an all-star cast. You got yeah. Omar Epps, 
Christy Swanson, Michael Rappaport, Jennifer okay. Conley, Ice Cube, Tyra Banks, Cole Hauser, Hauser. Awesome. Regina King. That's what I'm saying. Bus a bus. Bus a yeah. bus. Nice. There you go. Well, cool, man. Bright burn and higher learning. Great double feature right there. Yeah. <laughs> Question the knowledge. I just remember that one guy saying, What is high? What is higher? What is learn? What is learning? When you get to that part, you'll see. You'll laugh. You're not laughing now, but you will. <laughs> All right, fellas. How was y'all's weekend? Mine was short. I said, Take the kids to drive in yesterday. Chill today, watch some SummerSlam. And, uh, get ready. Even bought the kids' school supplies and, uh, they're ready. I'm just about ready for school. So, what about y'all? How oh, did you do anything? Uh, no, not, not really. I've, so Friday, so uh, a co-worker who's been working with us for about a little over a year, he got a new job. And so we kind of had a going away, get together at a bar Friday night. And we went out, had some drinks, had some had some grub. Um, oh, so you're not What's that? You're not dry no more. No. Yeah, I, I, I took a break for that occasion. He's, he's he's been a good friend, good coworker. So it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and break for that. Not a Did big you deal. Get anybody else's drinks? I did not. <laughs> Took a while. Yeah, I had to make sure. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was gonna say. I know sure I tried because sure <laughs> like Lainey gave her drink to a friend to protect while she went to the bathroom, so I didn't steal hers. <laughs> and I only had four drinks, but two of them were Long Islands. Um, but it wasn't enough. No, it wasn't enough for me to get out of control. So, well, so yeah. So people's they, drinks they were making safe. them Long Island strong. What's that? Sometimes they'd be making them Long Island strong. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the classic drink to get fucked up to. But I didn't. Uh, we we're feeling it. We we're feeling it a little bit on Saturday. Uh, a little hungover. Um, but uh. Not too bad, not bad enough to not go to uh, to CrossFit. Well, I mean, I went to CrossFit. Laney, Laney went to actual uh, weight weightlifting, um, and I um, just worked on my broken body. And I, like my, I've got my my hips are hurting, my my biceps hurting, my elbows hurting. It's like eh, I'm gonna take a break for a little bit, uh, just just to let my body recover. I think I may have pushed it a little too hard in the past couple of weeks. Then went. Went to Fon John, worked there a little bit on Saturday, and then what did we do today? We did, we just chilled. Yeah, I just worked a bit, visited my parents. Um, I think about, I may have. What about Lainey hitting that circle? That uh, what is it called? Lift and jerk. Oh, she did a clean. Clean um, and jerk. That's it. Yeah, the the video um that we posted That's was the clean in the in the garage. Ninety five lbs. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, it's looking good. Um, she tried to hit a hundred, and I had video of her failed attempt. She didn't want to post it. It's like you chicken shit, but oh, <laughs> it's like come on, you can get your coach. You, yeah, when you get it, somewhat so much sweeter. Exactly, yeah, and then you can get coaches critiquing your form, and you know you can improve. But she's like, nope, I know what I need to work on. I need to just get them get my ass down into the squat in order to catch it. So like, all right, fine. Um, and uh, let's see, today, today, yeah, visited my visited my parents, uh, and I had a. Uh, Every time I go over to my parents, they like 
as we're leaving they're like oh can you help move this and can you help do this and you help do this it's like yeah like of course yeah of course i'm gonna help you guys but it's just funny because they it's like they 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 pile it up you know they make a little list of everything that they want help with and then you know i get there and oh, by and, the way yeah by well, the way since you're here you know, since you're here do this work on that you know it's like because my dad busted his shoulder he he actually ripped his super spinatus out of his shoulder and like rolled up into his neck and so they had actually had to do surgery and reattach it to his shoulder um how did he do that huh how did he do that he slipped on a hill and fell and stiff-armed his shoulder <sighs> so that ripped it yeah he stiff-armed it out of out of socket ripped the ripped the tendon off the bone wow. um yeah how old is he when he did that? Fifty. What, what am I? I'm thirty-seven, so he's fifty-eight. I'm thirty-seven, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember how old I am. Oh, I had to ask. <laughs> I'm like, thirty-seven, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. So he's he's been nursing that. So that's that's why I was like he's like, he's asking for help with everything. Like one of the things that I had to help him out with today was cleaning out the scorpion that was dead inside of. The, the 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 glass um light fixture in his room above the bed like where the where the ceiling fan is apparently like they were in bed and they look up and they see the little silhouette of a scorpion inside the lamp <laughs> so my dad just unloads two cans of raid you know like the the spider and scorpion way he's like yep dude i'm not risking it if it if the chemicals don't kill him he'll drown all right <laughs> so he just i never saw a scorpion until i moved here in oh really the did, did the scorpion yell when he saw the cans Ray! <laughs> yeah that's classic big, oh the one that that your dad killed um but we get like little light brown ones they're they're about the size of a giant cockroach right yeah, this one was a little bigger. I would say it's a little bigger than a giant cockroach. Okay, so um, and I, dude, I saw the first one. I've had three in my house Oof. in the last years. Yeah, and yeah. Um, stuff. dude, they freak me the fuck out. Rats, mice, cockroaches, fleas, bugs. I don't give a fuck. They don't bees. They don't scare me. I don't got no problems with them. Fucking those little bastards scare. Yeah shit out of me i saw when i googled that shit eh, it seems like the sting of them is no worse than a pretty significant beast right but they're creepy crawly creepy crawly motherfuckers yeah. thank, thank you for no thank you <laughs> but i had to I had to clean it and uh and so i'm in there i got my i got my my, my gloves on and I'm, and I'm like, I got, I, it's my dad. I can't let him see me bitch out. So I'm like, yeah, I got to go in there and grab it. <laughs> it's all crunchy. And I'm like, ah, it was, yeah, I was dying on the inside for sure. That's funny. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's the most exciting thing that happened today. Right on. Oh, right, I'll go. Um, we went camping. Um, the camping trip got cut a little short. I, I don't know if you guys saw the little short video, but we got we got rained on rained. during the yeah. So the funny thing was was we went camping same lake that we went a couple weeks ago, uh, Lake Juanita, and um, cool little spot. Weather's been amazing the last couple of days, like just perfect, right? So we were excited, and uh, so, and then Chris. Um, 
Chris has got a bunch of worksheets. She's going to teach sociology this this semester. Um, she did a couple of years ago, but this this semester she's going to teach it online. So she has to put all this time and energy into developing an online class. But then she's never taught online, so she's like having to learn that too. So it's like she's got hours and hours. She must have I don't know sixteen, seventeen hours at home just doing work, like developing this class. It's been such a nightmare. So we were going to go camping, but at the same time, she was going to like work and, um, which is fine. You know, she can hang out in the RV and we can go swimming at the lake and kayaking and, you know, bring all our toys and shit. We're just going to go for two nights. So we get out there and everything's cool. Weather's nice. And then that night it starts to rain. But the funny thing was, is Mazzy brought her friend, Amy. And so um, they wanted to sleep in a tent. Now, Amy has never been camping in her life before. She's 11 years old. She grew up in Massachusetts. She'd never been camping ever. So Mazzy convinced her to sleep out in the tent. Well, then Mazzy also convinced her that they should set their tent up a quarter of a mile away from the RV. Like, you know, 11-year-olds, they want to, like, they want to be as far away from the parents as possible, right? So I'm like, mm. and fuck. so yeah, you can fucking set up your tent on the other end of the campsite. I don't give a damn. More time, more privacy for Chris and me, you know? So, two o'clock in the morning rolls around and it starts pouring rain and it starts lightning and thunder that shakes the RV. Whoa. Now, granted, the RV is on tires. It is shaking the RV. It is thundering so loud. So, because like half an hour before that, the thunder and the lightning woke me up. And then we started talking like, oh, should I go get the kids? And I'm like, well, I mean, if they're scared, they can come in, right? It's starting to rain, but it's not raining that heavy. But you can hear the thunder and the lightning off in the distance. Half an hour later, the storm hits us. It's pouring rain. The thunder and the lightning, the thunder shaking the RV. So I'm like, fuck, I gotta go out and get the kids. So I go out, it's pouring rain. Luckily it's not cold. It's like a warm rain, you know? I go and I have to walk the entire distance to the stupid tent because they're on the fucking, they're literally like 500 feet from the RV. And now I'm walking in mud, basically. So I go, I can see that they have the flashlights on. They are shitting themselves in the tent. The bottom of the tent is covered in water. They didn't have the rain fly on all the way, so water was leaking into the tent. Um, <laughs> you can see, like, their sleeping bags and their pillows are starting to get wet. And they're just, like, sitting there freaking out. And I'm like, let's go. Let's go. Leave everything. Grab your fucking cell phone Amy like go go to the RV go to the RV so we get in the RV everybody's soaking wet it's two o'clock in the morning you know everybody goes to sleep it proceeds to rain all night long oh. crazy we wake up like at eight o'clock in the morning it finally lets up for like an hour and then all of a sudden it starts hailing what that's the video I showed, right? You what? No. Insane. We had the awning out and just fucking hammering. 
So the kids got stuck in the RV, which didn't work out because Chris is trying to work and they're bored. They got nothing to do. There's no internet out there. So we ended up just fucking camp, pulling up camp and coming home. Because <laughs> we were like, Dang. this sucks. So we only ended up staying one night. So. Oh, man. Bummer. Yeah, but it's all good. I mean, you yeah. know, it's fine. So, I mean, shit, we came home and the weather was nice. So, <laughs> so um, what did we do today? Just kind of hung out, cleaned out the RV. It's a lot of prep. There's a lot of, a lot of work that goes into camping, you know, getting all the food and getting in the refrigerator and getting the batteries charged and getting water and all that stuff. So we did a bunch of cleanup today. Um, just kind of cleaning up the house. Tomorrow I go back to work. So, um, vacation's over. Yeah, vacation's over. Summer's over. I don't, I don't go back to work, but I have training and back, back to school meetings and shit all week. So, gotcha. Tomorrow's ready. Tuesday, seven hours. Wednesday, seven hours. Now, Thursday I have. We're transferring Mazzy to my school, so she's going to go to a different school this year. So, so I have to go to the board meeting to get her transferred because it's outside of the district. So, got to go to the board meeting on Thursday. So that sucks. And then Friday, next Friday, we go down. Um, we leave. We have to go down to Sacramento. Chris's. I, I don't know if you guys remember. A couple of months ago, Chris's friend died. In a car accident, and she went down there. Um, so we're gonna go down for the. Um, the it's not a wake, but what is what is the thing? Not a it's like this party or something like that. A party, but a little, little remembrance, so to speak. So we're gonna go down just for the one night. So we'll be back Saturday. I can record on Sunday. All right. Cool. But, you'll, be, uh, you'll be here for four, six, five. Yeah, for sure. All right. And on cool that, I would say well, that concludes four, six, four. <laughs> we just randomly ranted all things movies. Uh, it wasn't eleven in the afternoon like it was last week. It's just about. It's the next day. It's Monday. Happy Monday, y'all. Happy Monday. So yeah, thanks for thanks for all the calls. Thanks for calling in twice in case you know we missed your phone call. I appreciate it. I don't know what happened. Audio, you know, I blame Tony. He's the one that gets all the calls. <laughs> I bet your boy found the same ride together. Finally, we died together. MCP, bad boys for life. Homie looks at that and goes, "Oh shit, you're right. Tony does play the calls. <laughs> what would he know? Wah wah wah. Poor D. Oh, poor D. Well, hopefully his MRI or whatever thing that's going on tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. shout out to D, man. Yeah, because when we were in the theater, um, and I, you know, was whispering in his ear. Luckily, he. He made me sit on his right side. Um, oh, his good but, side? Yeah, because I was whispering to him, he couldn't hear me. Whoa. Yeah, it was really it was a trip. Yeah, it, it like it really like brought it to like for reals, like going, oh shit. Because I say something to him and he's like, he can hear me. I mean, first I'm whispering you because we're in the theater, but then he kind of looked at me. Like, obviously, when I'm looking at him, he probably, I figured, he probably figured I said something. So he leans in, he goes, yeah, I can't hear. I like, wow, that's fucked up. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I remember them giving him steroids and shit. Mm-hmm. I guess something they do for it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. Trip, yeah. Well, hope so, it works out for me. Exactly. Sure. My prayers go out to you, D. There you go. <laughs> now get your shit together and start gambling some motherfucking points. Oh, shit. 
Oh shit. Keep getting to the point, All right, fellas. Y'all have a good night, man. Good show. Good show. Yeah, man. Yep. <laughs> All right, till next Sunday. All See right. You. Peace. Peace.